In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is gonna, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet with that, that specific Warhorse intro, that specific one. We're the only ones. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting, starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm, I'm just researching to make sure that, that, that we are accurate when we say that. I don't want to be fibbers. Sure. We are, yeah. In fact, we are the only ones with that specific researching. Yeah, yeah, that specific. Also joining us from up north, JLB. What's going on? Andrew? No need to research it. No Google needed. It is your boy. It is your boy. It is no longer a secret. Fresh off a of SmackDown, laying it, bringing it all down. I didn't actually go. A lot of my friends went, saw a lot of videos. Clearly, I am hyped. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Let's go. Let's Hi. go. So, yeah. So uh, before we get into all of the wrestling goodness, it's this time I always remind people that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So make sure to uh, wait until after the show to do it, but head on down to the doobly-doos, click that link for tatnusco.com, uh, check out all the other shows yeah. on the network there, then come back here. We go live twice a week, uh, so uh, Sunday nights and Tuesday nights. Uh, 10.30 p.m. Central Time, so whatever that translates to in your neck of the woods. Um, 11.30 sure Eastern. Check them out. Yes, that that there. Um, but yes, and this is a good time to recommend that you, you know, like, share, and subscribe. Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform. Smash. We recommend Twitch uh, because we do some live streams on Twitch that don't go live to any of the other platforms. Um, so that's the way you guarantee that you will get all of our streams there. But whatever platform uh, you go on, uh, I'd like to welcome Ambrosia. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and uh, sharing the link tree in the doobly-doos on Twitch. So you can check that out there. But we'd love to have you on Twitch. Uh, conversation can get lively there. So, But yeah, so let's go ahead and get into this week of wrestling. Because a lot of, a lot of stuff happened this week. Some fun stuff to talk about. Um, I mean, I don't know. The biggest thing is uh, uh, Drew McIntyre said wrestling three times in one in one promo, one sentence almost, uh, which, you know, uh, that's that was a taboo word just a few weeks ago. Um, Great promo, too, on top. I will, uh, it, that promo was good. The chosen promo was better. Yeah. 
it, it was good. I, you know, I, I will hype on harp on the, the wrestling thing just a little bit. Cause it, to me just came off a little bit too much. Like, look, we can say this word now. So now I'm going to say it a lot. We're two wrestlers in a wrestling ring. So let's just wrestle. I'm like, Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. We know you can say the word now. I, I think know, it's just more of entertainers. <laughs> I, I think it's just more that a lot of the wrestlers now are excited. So you no, know I what? They're it. just thrilled and whatever have I'm, you. And... I'm not saying they can't or shouldn't be excited about being able to say it. I'm saying you pepper it in there. You just pepper it in. You don't just beat us over the head with it. That's all I would say. Like, you, know, you don't have let to say live. it three times let in them live. seconds. Let them live a little. Let you live a little. All righty. Um, Otherwise, let's see, uh, Miz and Champa versus Mustafa Ali on, on Raw. Alexa Bliss and Asuka got another win. That's, I guess they're keeping them together as a team, and, mm-hmm. you know, everything's going to be fine with them. I guess. Um, here's hoping. Yeah. Who did they beat? I, Nikki A.S.H. and uh, Dewdrop, right? Uh, Is that this yes. week? Yes. Yes. Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. <laughs> Um, I do think, uh, that, that's what kicked off the show actually. And, um, of course it's in their tag team tournament. I, I do not anticipate Asuka and Alexa Bliss are going to win. Um, if only just based on the, uh, the overall, um, that's where I'm looking for draw of the, the thing, you know, there's, there's other, I think there's other people that are going to take control over the tournament. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think more specifically, Kai and Sky versus Sasha and Naomi is what they're going to be shooting for. That, yeah, that was my joke, guys. That was my joke. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they have to kick someone out somehow or another because all the spots nope, have been I think, filled. I think Sasha and Naomi come out after Kai and Sky win. Yeah, they're going to yeah. win in term. Hey, and, and you're that's not fine. the real champions. My, my point is in the tournament itself, um, you know, I I got to be honest. I'm a I'm a sucker for the trope that they do in in WWE. Often the replacements get the win, and uh, Toxic Attraction got called up to replace uh, two wrestlers Lyons who were not and... cleared. Nikki Nikki Lyons and and um, uh, what was the other one? Zoe Stark. Yep. Uh, Zoe. Zoe Starks was injured reportedly, and then they used really, really tricksy words. They said, uh, "Nikki Lyons medically unavailable." Medically unavailable. She's medically unavailable to wrestle, which is I, like, I feel like that's an like anti-vaxed. Well, there's a chance it's that um, there's a reason just that, by that wording, uh, it just seems so well, weird. The thing is, there's a reason we didn't see the Usos on SmackDown, right? Yeah, but they weren't medically unavailable. Well, they were <laughs> medically unavailable because Jimmy's medical condition of being alcohol. addicted to, to <laughs> the alcohol prevented him from coming into the country. Um, yeah. And it could have been something like that. It could have been that that uh, Nikita Lyons was not able to a... enter... A rap sheet we don't know about. Yeah, that that something prevented her from entering 
the the country for it. I don't know. Um, We we don't know anything about it. We know it was like middle of the afternoon on Friday. They had HBK announce it in a a Twitter post of all places. They call it a tweet, by the way. It was a Twitter post because it was video. Thank you very much. Anyway, but so so that's what I just think it's weird. You know, they specifically said Zoe Starks is injured, so she can't wrestle. They didn't even need to give a reason that Nikita Lyons couldn't make it at that point. They just say Zoe Starks is injured, so we're replacing him with Toxic Attraction. Uh, since she doesn't have a tag partner, we're replacing it with Toxic Attraction. You know what I mean? Uh, but instead, they specifically said that she can't come because she is medically unavailable. Which like, I think the they also just that more did that because you know how excited I was about Tribal Cheeks showing up on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, maybe they just a lot did it people... entirely to spite you. No, no, I'm not as egotistical as you are, good sir. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, maybe you know, just in case some people had bought for that, they just announce it, uh, like, hey, she's not going to be there either. By the way, um, no, and that's fine. I'm not saying they don't announce it. They just didn't need to give a reason because they say her partner's unavailable to come. Therefore, she doesn't have a partner. She can't be in the tag tournament by default. And so we've replaced them with these people. That's fair. You know, but the fact that they gave a reason just prompted all this speculation. And it could have been, it it could have been she had the tummy flu, you know, or, 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 uh, took too many edibles that morning. It was just totally out of it. Who knows? Is she known as a stoner? No, I don't know. Oh, but there, there are a lot, a lot of people eat edibles that aren't stoners, right? Or at least not Mm. known stoners, right? That's fair. Fucking, I know grandmas that do edibles. Um, <laughs> not not here because that it's illegal here, but right. you know, That's in fair. other places. Inappropriate misogynistic joke. I know edible grandmas. <laughs> <sighs> but anyways, but so they got replaced by Toxic Attraction. Um, <laughs> So I I suspect that Toxic Attraction is going to win that side of the bracket. And uh, the final is going to be uh, the, the one side, Toxic Attraction, and the other side... Um, control. Blanking. Control, yeah. Um, Mandy Rose's people. Damage Control, I think, is what they're probably going to end up being called. Apparently Damage Control? Yep. Where did the uh, damage come from? Because they I don't do know, damage and they take they, control. They fi- uh, WWE I, filed a trademark for them on Friday or Saturday. And it's it damage C N T R L. Damage control. 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 All right. Fair. But um trying to think what else. Yeah. Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley, and Damian Priest came out and talked all about how cool they were, and then Rey Mysterio tried to attack them and failed miserably. Yeah, got beat up because he wouldn't hit a girl. 
He had no problem 619ing Nia Jax, though. Nope. <laughs> Not 69. That, that sounds so horrible. <laughs> Apparently, grandmas aren't the only one that are edible. Hey, ask, uh, ask Mojo. Oh, Jesus. But Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens had their match. That's where the promo started at the beginning. Uh, and that we were talking about where Drew McIntyre said, uh, I don't care what you call yourself, a sports entertainer or whatever. We're two wrestlers standing in a wrestling ring. Let's just fucking wrestle. I think he said freaking. But anyways, might as well said fucking. Just do it. Let's do it. Uh, but it was a good match, too. I mean, what do you expect with yep. Drew McIntyre and, and Kevin Owens. Um, and even the even the schmoz finish, so to speak, mm-hmm. ended up being pretty decent because at least it worked with the storyline. Uh, you know, whatever. Tell Roman he owes me one. Da-da-da-da. Thus hinting that Kevin Owens versus Roman might be the next step. If they're not announcing that the titles, though, are not going to be unified at Clash of the Castle. Because well, I was expecting... Ha- they haven't sure. announced anything, but they still have two weeks to do it. You know? Got plenty of time to announce the final stipulations for things. Um, That's fair. Uh, Veer beat up some nobody. It's so weird. Nope. Veer, he had that whole build-up time, and then he came... And and then it's kind of like he he was just exhausted after that and needed a bit of a nap. <laughs> then he then he delivered a smiley happy promo, which was really weird. Um, yeah, I think that really kind of took the wind out of his sails a bit. Uh, so. That's uh, Bobby Lashley versus AJ Styles. Good Lashley's match. just been killing it, killing it. With his matches lately, I don't know if it's the people he's going up against. Uh, obviously, AJ is phenomenal, but even when he went up against, who was it last week? Uh, oh damn, uh, Champa, Champa, yeah. Uh, so maybe perhaps it's the wrestler he's going going up against, or maybe he feels free to do a little bit more than he used to. I don't know. Just the matches are flowing better now. So yeah, well, um, I. I've been a fan of Bobby Lashley's for a long time. Um, and so I think I think they're allowing him to be him a lot more. I also um, think, you know, and, he was feuding with Omos for far too long that we yeah. just kind of forgot what Lashley used to be able to do. Yep. <laughs> Could be they're a giving them good opponents so. now, which is also a good thing. Right. Uh, Dana Brooke versus Dakota Kai was, I don't know what it was. Yep. It was apparently not a 24-7 championship match, which it's fine because I really don't want Dakota Kai mixed up in the whole 24-7 championship anyways. There's reports that they're talking about ditching that entirely, which I wouldn't cry. So Nope, that's it. I mean, at the same time, you do lose TV time with the R-Truths and the Reggies and the Dana Brooks. 
and whatever have you. So it would maybe piss off some of the people who at least are getting a little bit of TV time. Or, uh, and, and, and call me crazy for saying this, but I don't know, maybe you use those wrestlers in other ways. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Absolutely. Huh? I concur. Um, but I mean, here's the deal. We've said before many times, Fable agree with me here. Uh, they they dropped the ball on the twenty four seven championship. It had a premise. They stuck to the premise for a bit at the beginning, and then they haven't since. And that's the in the name twenty four seven. Right? Hey, if they're going yes. to have it, they need to defend it at times that are not in Raw or SmackDown times. They can still right. play it. But they could be like, yeah, you'll never believe what happened at the supermarket on Saturday evening. And there's Dana Brooke shopping um, at the supermarket, pushing a cart, wearing the stupid I, belt around her waist. I, again, um, I think it's the best way to push people to your socials. Mm-hmm. You want to you interrupt, truth be told, you want to interrupt uh, uh, a good match on, on uh, AEW? Do that. Not that it's going to be a great plug, but yeah, that'll that. put butts in seats. It's just a move, you know. Just one, no, but but even one more than that, slide of hand. Here you go. Even outside of going up against AEW with it, it's still just a Saturday night. You you post on YouTube. You'll never believe what happened, and have again a video. Dana Brooke walking down the thing at a Whole Foods. Uh, with the belt around her waist for no reason other than hell, do it a lot, make it alive. Well, it can be alive, yeah, whatever. But and she's walking down, and then she comes around the corner and bumps into fucking John Cone or whoever referee you want to have. I don't know, is John Cone even still with the company? Anyways, I don't think so. Um, and and she's like, Oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, Oh, I'm just uh. Buy some avocados. She's like, oh, well, this isn't the avocado aisle. And then out of nowhere, Reggie tries to roll her up from behind and a little bit of a skirmish in the Whole Foods. And then she gets the pin, one, two, three. And, you know, Reggie gets it and tries to run. As he's running out the door, he gets right out the the front door. And there's R-Truth out there, hits him with the R-Truth spinning sidekick. And then right. pins him right outside for a one, two, three. And then, you know, is something just done outside of the, the time. You know, these people are traveling. They're doing they're doing super shows all over the place. So you have it just during the day. They just film it someplace. You know what I mean? But they haven't been doing it. And if you're not going to do it that way, then there's no use to have a 24-7 championship. Right? Exactly. Um, for sure because yeah it's just a waste on tv like no one cares just make it an extra put it on like the bump or something or on any of your wwe network stuff too if you want to um heck maybe make it like a wwe network show for an hour or something have some kind of element that would be different or just use your socials use your twitter videos your tiktok uh, you know what I mean? Your real stuff. Just start using your socials for better for Heck, that. I'm surprised yeah. Trips hasn't done that. He fucking uses his social like a madman. 
set set a WWE Twitch stream up and then have uh, Dakota Kai, who is now Twitch streaming, not right now, but is Twitch streaming, uh, have her auto host it. So it goes out to her subscribers. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just down the road, do it that way. Leverage these That'll socials. Work. Yeah. Um, but if you're Leverage. not going to use it, then just drop it. It's, it. I'm fine with it not being there if you're not going to use it this way. Uh, Theory versus Dolph Ziggler was um, a good match that we would expect to see from Dolphy Ziggs. Um, I think the Lashley AJ should have been the main event. I did enjoy both matches, but if you are trying to make the U.S. title prestigious and all that, I think it would have been just making sense to put that as your main event. But, uh, you know, it is. Well, here's where I see, right? We're trying to build Theory up as a potential main eventer, him being the Money in the Bank contract winner, right? Uh, he's got that briefcase. We're we're using a, a for lack of a better term, because whenever you say it, it sounds like you're denigrating the person, a really good hand in Dolph Ziggler, right? Dolph right. Ziggler can make anyone look good. Facts. You put that in the main event, and to the, trying to make Theory into a main eventer, right? Um, I understand at least the concept, right? No, I, I get it. Um, but I mean, I don't know. You know, either way, there that was also a pretty great match too. Uh, mm-hmm. Just it seemed kind of lackluster um, towards just it was a weird way to end Raw too. You know, at least ending Raw with someone holding a championship, it would have just made a little bit more sense. I don't know, but. Smackdown Just, in Montreal. Yes, indeedy. That yes, one kicked indeedy. off with Ronda Rousey out there being Ronda Rousey, beating up yep. refs and stuff. Yeah, she, she doubled it. Yeah. One, the thing is, this is where we've been saying for since Ronda Rousey first came, this is the type of character they needed her to be. They had right. her come out and smile and and look happy, and she, she's just not... Yeah. Rip people's she, arms off. She just needs to come out and murk people. Yeah, and that's what she's doing. And it's rubbing off on Shayna, which is what she needed to be doing. So, Right. I'm fine with that. Was that this Raw where... No, that was on SmackDown. No, that was last SmackDown, where Liv had put Shayna through a table... Yes, that was last week. Was this last week, night. though, they had uh, a moment where um, uh, Shayna went to do the, the stand on her hand and then break her elbow moment, right? She said, I'm going to break your elbow later. And uh, <laughs> instead just kicked her in the face. It was pretty epic. That looked pretty savage, too. Yeah. I was pretty happy with that. So. Side note, anybody else excited for Goldberg versus Mandy Rose? No. No. No one gets it. No. Mandy Rose said who's it. next. Uh, next that's a stretch, bud. That's a stretch. That's a, that's a stretch. Yep. So, Is carry on. Uh, the the <laughs> aforementioned tag titled tournament match toxic attraction versus natalia and sonia deville um 
of course, Toxic Attraction won that one. That right. was good. It was fun. Toxic Attraction looked good as always. Um, that was I, a really good finish for the roll up. Like that's a good tag team roll up finish. Well, and I um. Uh, I know NXT fans and specifically JLB are going to get angry, but this was a trade up in terms of performances, right? Oh, no, I completely agree with that statement, though. Listen, I just Toxic like her whole was... tribal cheeks scenario thing. I don't necessarily like her as a wrestler. I think she's still very green in the ring. Um, but yeah, Toxic Then you shouldn't want her on the main it. shows. Let her continue to, to, to develop on development right yeah but you also need a lot more women in the main roster though i feel too but i guess there's also a lot more people you could bring up rather than yeah they've beefed that up quite a bit recently so yeah i don't i don't know if they need that many more um but what they um, may need soon is more women in their development roster mm -hmm. and more specifically what what i think they they may need is if you're talking about it specifically tag team women's tag teams Right. Established right. tag teams, because right now there's only one established long term established tag team in the women's tournament, and that's Toxic Attraction. All the other ones are just like, hey, you know, want to be my partner and we'll go get some be gold. My yeah. OK, cool. <laughs> All right. Sure. Um, <laughs> no, so. that's no glory. Gotta go gold mining. Yeah. Whatever, Jack. Hoffman. She's still alive. Uh, I I cannot say for certain now. Last time I watched any of the show, he was, but they're no longer on the show. Now it mostly follows Parker. Anyways, that's another, that's a podcast for a different time. Um, <laughs> or a set of people. Or, yeah, or other people. Show. Right. But so. Um, but yeah. Uh, hit row interrupted maximum male models. Oh my god, I hated that segment a lot. First of all, that song was way too fucking long. Um, yeah, just very pointless, very filler. And I wanted to know what Maxime Dupree had to freaking say. Oh, Max Dupree, not to Maxine. Max. Maxine was there too. Dupree, but... I Dupree. My problem, I think, comes down to it simply this: in terms of the main roster, Hit Row and Maximum Male Models are both new characters, right? Right. Only been around for a few weeks. Maximum Male Models, uh, Hit Row just came back last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Hey, Fernando's here. Fernando, there was something in the air the night. Uh, Fernando the does not agree with bright. me on toxic attraction. Fernando. And to that, I say... <laughs> God, you're a dick. Dick. Well, he's got to compensate for the little one that he has. Yeah, you better believe it. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, um, who, uh, yeah, Fabe does. <laughs> Um, what? I, I'm sorry, my internet still sucks even after creating a mesh. So, fucking Elon, one job. 
Yeah. Don't worry about no, it. I didn't. Fucking I didn't local in- internet provider not putting glass out here. Yeah. I don't. Don't worry about. It. I didn't insinuate that you were the one with the small penis at all. Nope. It's not about the size of the boat. It's about the motion in the, the ocean. ocean stuff. Mm. And it, and it totally wasn't me just trying to uh, divert it from me. Anyways, um. No, hip, it's safe this, to say that Smarks has some small shoes to fill. I I don't know about you, but I don't put it in my shoes. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to end up with a stinky dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Athlete's foot does not belong there. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I just like like you have these two brand new teams. Hit row and 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 uh, maximum male models. You don't need to put them against each other right away because all it does is, for lack of a better term, I know this term is overused in fandom, but all it does is bury one of the teams. You know, it doesn't it doesn't lift both of them. It lifts one and buries the other. Exactly. And that's why I didn't like this is because this maximum male models pointless. hasn't had enough time to develop. To make this win mean anything for, not win, but make this feud mean anything for Hit Row, Hit Row hasn't been around long enough on the main roster for us to care about them in any way. Um, they don't have Swerve, so I don't care about them right now. Fernando says the rap segment was lame as hell. This is wrestling, not an episode of Empire. But uh, got a call from daddy. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. I I think Trips is still trying to keep some joke segments in, some fun segments for the well, kiddos. No, Maybe the, the kiddos remember, enjoyed that. Hit Row started know. off on on NXT when when Trips was in charge of NXT. Hit Row was a Trips project. So now that he's in charge of the main roster, he's bringing them up. The problem is, again, they don't have the guy with the charisma. That guy's gone. That guy's over in in, in AEW, fucking got, tearing he up. Swerved out of the way. Uh, so I just I don't know if that actually brings. You know, I think this is just Tripp trying to trying to bring up his people. Uh, or bring back his people in this case. And I don't yeah. know if this is one that's working. Um, you had uh, Sami Zayn in a fatal five-way. Sami Zayn, Ricochet, Madcap Moth, Happy Corbin, and, and Sheamus for the number one contenders for the IC title. Um, And Sami Zayn actually... Uh, looked pretty good in it, um, and even at one point hit the. Uh, uh, well, no, he he did Roman Reigns Superman punch. Yeah, at one point, and it looked pretty decent. <laughs> but did not win. Sheamus got the win, so Sheamus now gets to face Gunther at Clash at the Castle. Walter. I'm reading right here. It says Gunther. Typo. So I was thinking about this. I was thinking, I think they did, did the names backwards, right? 
You've got two people you pulled up from from NXT to make big. One of them you renamed Gunther, and the other one you renamed Ludwig Kaiser. And doesn't it make more sense to go the other way with those? Instead of renaming Bartels to Ludwig Kaiser, name him Gunther. He's the sidekick, right? Gunther's a sidekick name. And Ludwig Kaiser, that's the evil leader name, right? I don't know. I still feel like I wouldn't give a shit either way, to be frank with you. I I don't think I'd have as much problem with it if Walter's name was Ludwig Kaiser. Because that sounds like... We said from the moment they named him Gunther that Gunther doesn't sound like a strong name to us. Um, but anyways, so yeah, Seamus versus Gunther at Clash at the Castle. I mean, to be fair, neither does Walter, but he made it work. To be fair. Surprised we don't have a to be fair shirt. To be fair. We I should work on that. Hmm. Um they did a Viking Raiders uh funeral. Um which yeah, that was kind of creepy. Which I'm gonna point out, they didn't talk about it, but uh that was Sarah Logan there leading the funeral. And um Yes, she's married to Eric um, of the Viking Raiders, but she's also a former WWE wrestler who this is her first appearance on WWE since they let her go two years ago. So maybe she's back. Maybe. I mean, that makes sense. Why did they have a funeral, though? I clearly missed this completely. I think it was them getting rid of... uh, kind of their old gimmicks um like their viking gimmicks well not their viking gimmicks but their goofy viking gimmicks uh but i'm I'm trying to remember because they're feuding with new day so it could have been a uh fucking new day funeral that they were doing you know what i mean oh i think you're right i think it was a new day funeral though because i do remember I agree. Sammy put on a great show. I think he should have won and see him try to win the IC. But I mean, look, I think he should have won too because yes, in Montreal, cool, great. But I do think uh, at the same time, Sheamus and uh, Gunther make all the sense in the world. Like that's a match. I'm super down to see. Well, and here's the deal: you can't have you can't have someone win just because you're in Canada. You know what I mean? That's it. And and so you, you got to think about the storyline they're telling. And right. as much as I love Sammy, the storyline they're telling is going to be the European guy versus the Irish guy at Clash on the Castle in Wales. Right? That's the storyline that they want to tell because that's the one that's going to sell the most tickets. Yeah. You know? Um, Sami Zayn doesn't add to that storyline winning. Now, down the road, I want Sami Zayn to have a run with a championship just as much as the next guy, because I love Sami Zayn. Um, But I can understand why they didn't have him win at this point. Um, You had Shotzi versus Liv Morgan, um, which was one of those things. Fucking, it it built Good. almost entirely on Twitter. Use your uh, socials, guys. That's yeah. a uh... 
Holy shit. Wasn't yeah, that like, after the oh, match? No, it was, though, all, it was all leading up to it. Uh, the disabling her account might have been after, but the, all of the lead up was before. It was like Tuesday and Wednesday when uh, she did that whole book Shotzi. thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Liv Morgan posted the book. That's how to it was effectively how to cope with losing, and uh, and Shotzi shot back. Is is that the book you read after you got your best friend Liv, or best friend Ruby fired? Ruby. Um. <laughs> Uh, and something along the lines of, uh, you're not going to get a second green haired bitch fired or something like that. Uh, right. Going back and forth. But here's the deal is, you know, I'm agreeing with DA Fabe on this is this is the way to build the match. Cause we had no reason to care about this match until nope. this mini Twitter feud. Yep. No, nope. I didn't even know this match was going on until this mini Twitter feud. <laughs> um, to which I said, well, Okay. I'll watch yeah. this. Yeah. That'll be a fun match to watch. Um, and it was. And then afterwards, of course, when Shayna attacked and tried to break the arm, but then decided not to and kicked her in the face. And it sounds like an bad. ABC special. When Shayna attacks. <laughs> like Discovery Channel, Shayna Week. <laughs> I'd watch that. And then they had a face-off between Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns where they, you know, talked at each other and then a brawl breaks out because that's what always happens. Yeah. Montreal acknowledged the shit out of him, though. Holy shit. That was a crazy loud ovation. Even when he got out of his, like, SUV or whatever. We said this some... What seven? Uh, not seven. Three years ago, four years ago, when we went to SmackDown. Oh my God, he's actually over. Oh yeah, no. Rome. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal: the internet wrestling community loves to give Roman Reigns a bunch <clears throat> of crap, uh, but Roman Reigns was always over with the crowds, even when he was pushed down our throats. Crowds loved him. He's better uh-huh. now. I don't know if the crowds loved him as the much as they love him now. Loved him. The crowds loved him. He's better now. His his character is better now. He's better at what he does now. But the pop for him was real, even when he was being shoved down our throats. In terms of skill, he's he hasn't changed dramatically in terms of skill, right? He was good before. Right. He's still good, right? Um. The only thing that's changed is he's used his platform better as a heel. Right. Which is fine. It's what he should do. We've been saying since day one he should have been a heel. Nah, day one-ish. Ish. (laughs) Day two-ish? Maybe it was day three. I don't know. Uh, Moving on to AEW. AEW, however, today, this was a weird week for them. There were some really good things. There were some really bad things. There were some really weird things. Um, One of the really weird things was also a bad thing, I think, at least in my mind. Um, And that was they, they gave CM Punk a live microphone, and CM Punk decided to be CM Punk on the live microphone. And 
uh, he called out Hangman Page, despite the fact that he's not in a feud with Hangman Page. It's not at least storyline wise, right? Mm-hmm. Reportedly, he has a beef with Hangman Page backstage because he felt Hangman Page dissed him during a promo a couple months ago. <coughs> and now he's back. This was this was in the lead up to their match. Hangman Page. Did, double I, or nothing. Yeah, it's all elite thing. against you, CM Punk, or some shit like that. Yeah, he, he came out and he basically said that it was it was yeah, he was defending all elite from CM Punk. <coughs> and uh uh he 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 apparently felt like that was them uh that was hangman page going into business for himself and dissing him um whether it was or not yeah, i don't then, know but i mean the thing is something from two months ago like really like then why yeah. wasn't like the double or nothing match like more crazier why didn't we hear anything then you're gonna hold a grudge from well, something two months ago uh he was out injured the week after the double or nothing match so he probably was gonna do something right after and then way back then it was just like i'm gonna hold on to this till i get back um (laughs) but uh, the biggest thing was like i don't even have a problem with him holding on to a grudge and doing it so much i have a problem with the fact that he didn't let hangman page know that he was gonna do something so hangman page is just standing in the back twiddling his thumbs not even expecting to be acknowledged on TV, sitting in catering, eating his food or whatever. Yeah, John Silver uh, tweeted mm. that out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, just just a tweet. Hangman's busy, and it was just him eating his food. Uh, but yeah, and so I mean, it didn't it didn't build a storyline for any means. It didn't do anything, right? Um, and that's where it was like. If, if you're going to do something, if you're going to go off script and do something, at least have it build something. At least have it mean something, right? Right. Um, and this didn't. And that's where I, I consider it a bad thing. Uh, I also, if, if I was... If I was Tony Khan, which I'm obviously not because I'm sitting in uh, a small apartment in Nebraska, oh, Nebraska. instead of uh, fucking <laughs> luxury condo in Jacksonville or wherever the fuck Tony actually lives. Anyways, um, I would say to CM Punk, listen, I know you think you're the biggest name in the game, um, but that's unprofessional and I won't have unprofessional in my bit, in my company. Right? And so this is your warning. Right? Uh, because you can't, you can't just stand by and let you know, and, and run roughshod. At yeah. the same time, AEW got number one in cable television. So, well, yeah, but it was always going to get number one with CM Punk back. CM Punk and and Moxley facing off. All oh of this my stuff. God. Heck, Great promo heck, there too. That was promo of the week for me. That was heck. To be perfectly honest, it's been number one in cable on Wednesday nights almost every week for the last year and a half. I don't think so. I think it's been like second and third. Because they no. literally mentioned it, they they've uh, mentioned it many a times. But I paid attention to the ratings, and he, the only times it dipped was when uh, 
the NBA playoffs were on cable, it dipped on those. Uh, but when there's not NBA playoffs, it's almost always been number one on cable for the for the night. Playoffs? We're going to talk about playoffs. playoffs. Sorry, it's a mandatory thing when somebody says playoffs. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> and when talking about NBA and then saying it, I can always move to, we talk about practice. We're going to talk about practice, man. We want to talk about practice. We're talking. We're talking about practice. Talking about practice. Talking about practice. Uh huh. Yes. Here. You have no clue. <laughs> nope. None. Fernando. I think everyone's overreacting about the story ever since Vince retired, and there's been a false narrative that AEW is on the ropes propping up WWE. No, I agree. The thing is, I think that this there is at least merit to this, if only because. CM Punk has a history of doing this. That's right. it. Um, yeah, they occasionally get in. CM Punk occasionally gets in feuds, personal feuds on a mic. Yep. And uh, and it's it's unprofessional, right? It's every bit as unprofessional as if I called a customer at my job and and just went off on them because I thought they'd done something personal to me right that's unprofessional you're here to do a job do your fucking job and if you can't do your job with someone then make a make a request to your manager and say this is someone i don't want to work with and and roll on like if punk and hangman legitimately can't get along which i don't think it's to that point but if they legitimately can't get along if the the rumor is true that cm punk said he would never lay down for Hangman Page, right? Then then it's simple if you're Tony Khan. You never put them in a feud together again, right? You let CM Punk lose to someone else, and then down the road you have Hangman Page get back up to main event status, and you just keep them in separate circles, right? Um, but... Yeah. Anyways, so I just what's your theory on them pushing the world title match for this Wednesday? So um there's a couple things. A um I think it was always a plan. I think it was always the plan. They just didn't let us know about it, right? But I think the plan always was because they're 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 in Chicago for a week before I think, hey Mexi Boy's here. Hey bud. What up? But uh, I think this was always their plan, and I think it's because they can use this to add a layer to the uh, the whole thing at All Out, right? Um, it could be as simple as MJF returning. You know, MJF comes back costs Moxley the match or whatever and now it's MJF versus CM Punk for the title at All Out. Or Triple Threat. Or Triple Threat, yeah. Um, or, you know, we get we get a rare DQ finish with no, no winner leading up to a Triple Threat at All Out. But I don't think this was them punting and changing anything. I think this was them literally following the plan. The plan, once they knew CM Punk would be back, was 
let's do it this way. And then this will lead to All Out. Because remember, they've still got two weeks. That's a lot of TV time to put together. A lot of storyline to put together. And, you know, our biggest complaint over, uh, well, one of our bigger complaints at WWE for the last few years has been they feud and then the, and then for weeks it's just people talking, right? Instead of actually wrestling or doing something, it's just talking. Hey, we're going to have a contract signing. Now we're going to have a promo battle. And now we're going to have a rap battle or whatever. So this way, they don't have weeks of the two people who are supposed to face off just mean mugging each other. They're doing something. They're having a match. It's going to be huge. If you are, if you were Tony Khan planning this six months ago when, uh, or four months ago or whatever it was when Double or Nothing happened and then CM Punk went out, when, when you're planning this, you want to put the match between your two biggest guys in a place that you could pop a big rating. Right. That's I would. Point. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I mean, don't get me wrong. Pay-per-view buys are important. Pay-per-view buys pay the bills, but ratings pay a lot. Right. On top of it. Remember the HBO Max, HBO Warner uh, and Discovery uh, merger has gone through since Double or Nothing. Tony Khan is now looking at. Uh, it's almost time for them to start renegotiating their their deal. Um, the people who were behind AEW on TBS and TNT are no longer in charge there. So he's got to give them a reason to want to give AEW a big extension, right? Do we know when their contract ends? Um, I don't, well, I can look to be certain. Oh, okay. No, I just thought you knew. No worries. Um, I, I can look to be exactly certain, but remember they signed a three-year contract when they launched three years ago. They then a year later signed a extension that added another year to it, which, so I think they've got a year left, but, um, But let's see if I can find the exact. Well, they could always renegotiate too. You know. Well, that's the deal. They're renegotiating it now, but they're renegotiating it with entirely new people. And if you want to renegotiate it with entirely new people and try to get the best deal possible, right? What are you going to do? Well, you want to show the best ratings possible. Right. So, um,. Let's see. Da, da, da. He, he renegotiated in twenty twenty um, for four years. So twenty twenty four is when it's oh, on. but that's okay. January twenty twenty four, I believe. Um, so they've really only got a year left year and right four months, right? 
just uh, get to some of the comments here. Uh, I, I'm doing good. I can't speak for the other people, but I'm doing good. Booyaka, booyaka! Booyaka! <laughs> unless, unless it's Dominic. Yeah, it's not Dominic. No Dominic Booyaka. He doesn't get that. Um, Fernando says, I think we get outsider interference in the match in a DQ, and in Chicago we get a steel cage match or maybe a triple threat with Hangman added in MJF to the end of pay-per-view challenges the winner. That's something. That'd be interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I think, honestly, I don't know. I feel like MJF, there's already a lot of um, hype on MJF showing up next week. Um, I just feel like it adds more value if he shows up on the pay-per-view, though. So people will be hyped. They'll expect him to show up on Dynamite. Nothing. Expect him to show up the next week. Nothing. Boom. He shows up at All Out. I think I, that's... I think that's the way to do it. But my point is, you build up to it by having matches end in weird ways. Or not right. in a standard way. You build up by having this big match that goes awry in some way. And uh, then they have to do it again. So. A cameraman that wears a mask hands out a pair of pliers to one of the wrestlers. Ooh. Here's the pliers. Just and of course... That we think it's probably MJF messing with, like, a ring-breaking. This might be the time to do the ring-breaking. Mm-hmm. Only with mm-hmm. luchadors. Yeah, or something. Not some giant person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and maybe they bring out bring out a tractor and they lift up the ring. Anyway, no, no, that seems a little too familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Never been done before, Just folks. Nope. Well, this time it would be a case New Holland. Yes. So, you know. Yeah. It's totally it's different. Totally different. Yeah. Entirely. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Um, <laughs> give me a slip of sip of my Sprite cherry. I've already had a sip of your cherry. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, wait, what? Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Speaking of cherries and cherry poppings and all that fun stuff, Kenny Omega popped his cherry as he re-debuted for that, 2022. That's, that's, not, that's not what popping your cherry means, man. I hate to break I mean, it to you. It was his first time. I am going to suggest, again, yeah. Fernando, that the answer to that question is no. Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't think... Well, yeah, I don't think you need that. The only M- might be the closest thing AEW will get to a... Uh, Stone Cold yeah. style. The, the thing is, it all depends on how they book him. If they book MGF as the the guy who's standing up for the little guy against the invading WWE guys, right? Which is kind of the way his promo planted him to right. be. Uh, then, yeah, he'll be a Stone Cold face. Um, but... Um, I don't I don't know if that's the way they're planning on going with it. He'll kind of just be CM Punk with it too, though, right? Like what CM what CM Punk's promo. Let me know when I'm telling lies. You know what I mean? He was making fun of John Moxley. You're not even the third best in your group. You're not even the third best. Seems to be a reoccurring theme. You weren't even the third best in your other group as well. You're not even the 
the the the second best, third best uh, John I know, the second best John I've wrestled or beaten Chicago, some shit like that. Like heel, but the fans ate it up and loved it, and were also mm-hmm. still kind of on his side. So MJF, he was still heel when he was bashing Tony Khan. He was very Austin with it though, and the fans. Well, no, just I, ate no, it up I agree. But him. here's the deal. Again, his whole thing, his whole promo was. You you know I'm I'm the biggest star you have I'm the one who pops the ratings I'm right. the one who who uh, brings in fans and yet you sign these ex WWE guys to six figure contracts uh, and I languish here right right uh, that that's a very everyman stone cold sort of concept right right. Um, and so he's that if they stick with that, he's the stone cold face. Now, I'm not saying he's a white meat baby face by any right. means, right? Um, but that puts him in that. The The difference, I think, CM Punk, when he said that people were reacting, people were popping, but they popped in the same way that someone in the middle of a diss battle, right. Right, pops. They were going, oh, um, not I'm on your side, but oh, that was that was dark. That was cool. But it was, was also facts, though. Like, yeah, okay, I could see him not being the third best, being the third best in the Shield. Yeah, okay, I could see him being maybe the third best in the Combat Club. You know what I mean? So it was Burns, but it was also like kind of factual, and I was like, okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> the Eddie Kingston burn too is just gold. Yeah, <laughs> third best Eddie M. Feast and the second best Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But so, so, it, but that's the deal. In the end, we're talking about this, and we're talking about this match that's coming up this next week on free TV. Um, and that's that's what your job as a promoter is to do. Right. Is to promote. So, up. Oh, Mexi Boy left to go stream himself. Oh, there you go. Streaming a little WWE 2K22, I imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> but what else on Dynamite? We had, uh. I gotta pull up a different one because it's an old one. Because I pulled it up and I was like, wait a second. That one's not the most recent one. I could totally see that. I absolutely could see that. Gre- Gresham coming back because yeah, his a crew. Yeah, his beef with Tony Khan, right? MJF and Gresham both being like, "Hey, we're we're the AEW or the non WWE originals." The OG Outsiders. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I think obviously some of it might be very much true, but I think it's that point where we're at the point of it's a shoot turned into a work and all this has been settled and they're just using the real life drama of it. Because if there was that much drama still going on backstage, I don't know, man. 
or maybe they're just all professional. They're dealing with the drama backstage. They go out there, they do their thing, and then whatever. Inside the ring, we'll be professional. Outside the ring, I effing hate your guts. You know what I mean? Like, well, but CM Punk has split them up to split up the product lines, the AEW and ROH. I mean, that, that that's a that's a viable concept. Well, yeah, I mean, they're definitely going to eventually split Dude. the Ring of Honor people off to to their own show. Yeah. And that all just depends on when they have a show to announce for Ring of Honor. Because as of right now, they don't. And that's... Um, I am going to make a hot take, though. I, I truly think that we're at a stage where Tony Khan needs to hire writers and kind of relieve himself. I agree. Some exceptional. Yeah. I I think um, I think he can, and it's gonna sound bad when I say it. He can eventually he can actually be the Vince McMahon now, instead of the Bruce Pritchard. Um, and that and what that I mean, he can be in charge of the big picture, but correct. But let other people handle the day to day, and that's this is this where we need to get to. Yeah. And that isn't a knock there. on Tony Khan because he did he won the last two years uh, Wrestling Observer's <laughs> best. It's just a lot more promoter. To it now. There's more people to keep happy. There's more to, more people more to keep happy. There's there's just more th- things. He's got two and he's just, yeah. two companies now that he's doing right, and he's already doing other shit on top of that. So mm-hmm. you know, like got the football team, the soccer team, like fuck. He's got some other well, business endorsements somewhere else. Football team is going to be good for a while, so we're okay there. Well, yeah, here, here's well, the deal. I mean, like, you know, contracts or whatnot. I'm still there's still the big thing that he apparently does in regards to the football team is he runs a, a, a sports stats company that analyzes statistics and helps companies use those. Kind of like, uh, did you ever see Moneyball? Like Moneyball for football, right? Where they analyze all the stats of people and they they you know try to figure out he th- this is the sorts of things that gets people wins. These are the people who are doing the best statistically speaking. Yada yada yada. Um, and that company actually works for because it's not directly associated with uh, the Jaguars. It works for other sports teams, but also importantly, he's got other people that work for the company. Right, right. So he's right. not doing it all by himself. There, uh, he is, however, at AEW doing it all by himself. Uh, right now, they did. And now it's time to maybe not. They did a couple weeks ago announce all of those those changes in uh, the talent relations department. They promoted a bunch of people to talent relations. Um, Christopher Daniels is now the head of talent relations, the manager of it, but Mm -hmm. there's, there's now four, four people in talent relations, including Tony Schiavone that are underneath uh, Christopher Daniels in terms of stuff to, to help their communication with people get better. Um, Cause that was, that was Jonathan Gresham's big uh, beef is that he felt the communication was bad and he wasn't being heard and he wasn't being told what was going on. Um, before I get into too much with AEW Dynamite, I do have to, to uh, give a big fucking 
goose egg lemon to sling tv for randomly canceling my recording program um and just not recording aw this week so when i tuned in 25 minutes later because that's what i normally do to give like time i can fast forward through commercials i missed the first 25 minutes of it because it didn't record fuck you sling <laughs> anyways uh i did uh come in during the brian danielson versus daniel garcia two oh. out of three falls match right and i will point out match i came in week. i came in 25 minutes late and we still hadn't gotten the first fall yes we had the we had a moxley cm punk brawl yeah, that lasted a while show. yeah that lasted a while but that still means there was still like 10 minutes of wrestling before the first fall in the Garcia versus Danielson match. Um, and it was a great, great two out of three falls match. Yeah, great match. I just um not a fan of the commercials. Um, if you're going to do matches like that, honestly, you got to do it on, I don't know, pay for the commercial time during that kind of match. Or something like that, because it was a bit. Even the picture, picture crap doesn't do it for me. I still lose, you know, momentum when so looking I, at a fucking commercial and watching the match. I I understand what you're saying, but you have to not AEW's fault. I get it. Well, but even more than that, you have to remember that television, the bills are paid by commercials. Television is a medium to deliver commercials to you, mm -hmm. period. And so um, even if you have the option to buy commercial free, which you don't always have the option to. Okay, right. Uh, networks don't like you to do it. And again, to go back to the, they're trying to negotiate an extension to their deal and uh, it's with totally new people who were not the wrestling fans from Warner that they originally signed with. They're, right. they're not on as solid ground as they used to be. Now, I'm not saying there's any danger of them being canceled. I'm not saying anything along those lines. What I am right. saying is they're putting their best foot forward now. And their best foot forward is not, hey, we're going to cost you a bunch of revenue. Right. Um, on top of it, I know you don't like picture in picture. Uh, picture in picture is a vast improvement over no picture in picture and just cut to control. Yeah, overcoming back and being like, wait, the other guy was in control. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's a win win for AEW. They get the benefits of, of going commercial free for the most part. And the network gets commercials and they get to pitch to the people. To the client, hey, this commercial is going to play picture in picture, so people like me are less likely to fast forward. Right. Because oh. I fast forward through every commercial break that there's not wrestling going on in picture in picture. But right. when there is picture in picture, I leave it playing because I don't want to miss what happened during picture in picture. Now, right. I'm also going to point out, back in the day, if you ever went to a live Raw back in the late 90s um, or WCW in the late 90s, 
when they would, they would literally just ring, stand there. They yeah, they would literally. I mean, they would keep wrestling for the crowd, but it would be a rest hold. It would be fucking, <clears throat> you know. Triple H puts a puts a sleeper hold on somebody, and they sit in the ring. They sit in the ring for three minutes, and then they'd come back, and that little red light would come on on the hard cam, and then they'd go back to wrestling. And that's boring right. for the people in the crowd, too. Right. So picture in a picture keeps the wrestling going, not just for us at home, but also for those in the crowd. They get a better show. So. Truth. Yep. That makes sense. It also pays the bills, and that's the important thing. It's literally why why TNT or TBS has AEW in the first place. So if AEW kept paying for commercial free on the regular basis, eventually TNT would be like, no, nah, we're Listen, good. Man, there's no money to make here. Yeah, we're not making any money off you. Because trust me, they make a lot more money off commercials than Tony Khan could really afford to pay regularly. You know? Right. I mean, you, you remember. Well, I imagine he pays the difference anyways. If he's going to waste, hey, how much would you get for this spot of commercials? I imagine it would be the, the same exact amounts. No? I do not think he, even he, the billionaire that he is, has the pocketbook for it. You remember hearing about, like, the Super Bowl, how expensive the commercials are for a 30 second commercial during the Super Bowl, right? Right. It's like two, three million, whatever. Two, yeah. three, four, five million, whatever. Right. Uh, for nationwide TV on primetime cable, we're still talking in the hundreds of thousands for a 30 second. For 30 right? seconds. For 30 seconds, right? Really? And it's, and it's a, oh, yeah. and it's a three a minute commercial break, right? So that's six of those. So let's say it's 200,000. That's 1.2 million that he would have to pay if he's paying the difference. I, he's not paying the difference. He's negotiating. <laughs> hey. Right. Every once in a while, I'll pay some so that we can be commercial free. It's the same reason that Vince didn't do it for Raw all the time. Right. Um, because it costs him a lot of money and it doesn't come back to him. Because that's uh, the thing to remember. That money doesn't come back to Tony, right? Tony doesn't get a cut of, of the right. not. AEW does get a small cut of the commercial break money, though. Oh, when there's commercials. When there are commercials. So not okay. only going does going commercial free potentially cost him money, it costs him potential income. Revenue. Oh, that's fascinating. I didn't know mm -hmm. that. Yes. I didn't so, know the actual... Yeah. It also cost him the ability to increase the value of your commercials because mm -hmm. viewership is so good or whatever it may be. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and then back to what I was saying before, he's walking on eggshells right now because there's a new bunch of people running Warner now. And yeah. I am going to point out the irony is not lost on me that the death of WCW is directly related to the Warner buyout of Turner. Correct. Um, and now there's a Discovery buyout of Warner that could do, I don't think it will, but it could possibly do the same thing to AEW. Um, 
And so Tony, I think I think wrestling's big enough right now that they will find another place to land. But I think they would. Yeah, I I think they likely would. But Turner is a lot bigger of a place than most other places. Yes, you know. And if I they mean, want, Discovery has so many channels, though. Like you're you're not going to change their programming, um, you know that big enough where we'd be like, oh, well, we don't need wrestling, especially if it's one of your top three viewership shows of the week. I, I don't see them just being like, eh, guys, we're just going to completely cut you off because Discovery owns so much as it is already. Like, I mean, they I have... mean, you say that, but they just fucking last week burned $100 million in a movie that was already completed filming and was ready yeah. to go because they decided that it they didn't want to waste it on streaming alone. A hundred million dollars. Right? Is that Batwoman? Batwoman, yes. Yeah. Batgirl, whatever. Um, they, 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 it was done. It was almost done. Like All they had were a few reshoots and then editing and all of that stuff. It was basically done. And they're like, nah. Well, I think it's more the promotion. They just don't want to spend more money on the promoting of it. And so they, they don't want to spend more money else. on something. And that is renewing AEW is spending more money on something. They didn't want to put it on their streaming platform because it reviewed horribly. That's but that's still a piece to that puzzle. That's still a piece. Um it did reportedly review horribly. However, they are still currently going through with an Ezra Miller led Flash movie and Ezra Miller is facing Ugh. charges. Um, multiple counts of Ooh. aggravated assault and kidnapping. What? Um, yes. He I held people that. hostage. That's kidnapping. Oh my god. Um, you didn't know about this? I don't know. I mean, was uh, this after the whole Batwoman thing came out? No. No, this is over the last two years. Oh, so okay. He also he also got into a fight at a bar and got a an assault charge at that, got arrested. This was in Hawaii, got arrested, got let out on bail, and then went to those people's house with a gun. Oh my god. Um But they but they're keeping that movie going. And so it's not about test audiences because every test audience that's seen the flash movie has said yeah, i don't like that guy right now not a fan of that Ezra guy. miller now accused of housing three kids on a farm filled with guns and weed yeah yep i mean guns and weed is i mean that's fine though i feel like that's any american household yeah no Fernando, he was also caught on video <laughs> choking a um, this the the choking was like two years ago. It was the first of the ones. It was in like Iceland or Finland, someplace like that. He after a bar choking a woman against a wall. Um, he's a fucking disaster. But they're keeping that movie going. Warner Brothers is willing to ignore DC star kidnapping daughter and parents are furious. <laughs> the fuck. Yeah. One job, Warner. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's my point is that right now Discovery is in a mode where they may be willing to write off AEW 
for for the right amount of dollars, right? Now, do I think some other company channel would pick them up? Yeah, right. But it wouldn't be Fox because they already have WWE. It probably wouldn't be one of the networks like CBS, ABC, NBC because it wouldn't be NBC because again WWE. Yeah, NBC has uh, is is universal unless unless NBC is just so pissed off. Well, and there is about a report the Fox deal. Yeah, well, there is a report that the WWE um, contract is up through twenty twenty four as well, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, in the earnings call this week, Nick Khan for WWE did mention that Netflix uh, that potentially Netflix is is um, which is fucked up for him shooter. to mention Netflix and not the, even mention Peacock like as a thing. Like they just bought your library for five years, you would think, hey, Peacock. What's good, what? but it's because you, of you heard it. Whole you, heard, you heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you heard it. You heard it. What? Everyone what? out yeah. there heard I it. I said Every... library. Fuck off. No, no you, you did fucking <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm busy tinkering on my phone, and I just went. Ah. I saw. <laughs> I saw Fabe start smiling. Start smiling. He heard it. Library. <laughs> Uh-huh. But no, here's the which, here's why he which didn't is exactly that. what he did about abducting children. He lied. Barry did. Yeah, Barry <laughs> lied. Um, no, here's why Nick Khan mentioned Netflix specifically and not Peacock. A, I think they're already in negotiations with Peacock because they're on USA Network and uh, that's all Universal. That's NBC. That's that's all there. Um, I don't think, based on the reading of of his exact statement. Netflix has not actually started negotiation. This was phishing. Right. This was putting it out there for Netflix saying, hey. If interested. Hey. Come talk to me. Maybe you should make a bid. Hit Mm. us up. You know, uh, because he wants to start a bidding war. He wants to start Peacock versus Netflix versus Fox or whatever streaming they do. Well, do they, I mean, are they, and are they Paramount? Uh, Fox, Paramount? no, CBS is part of Paramount. CBS is Paramount, but but Fox has to stream somewhere. Um, where is Fox? Their shows eventually Fox go Nation? somewhere. Is it just their news I, one? Or? I don't think they've got one. I don't think they Fox. have one. So they got to be going somewhere. I mean, maybe they're just doing piecemeal wherever pays them the most. I don't know. Hulu? Who's Hulu? Hulu is a partner of Disney. Oh, okay. So no. Which doesn't Disney own Fox? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I That's guess it. they do. Yeah. You're yeah. So well, they own so. 20th Century Fox though. So I think they, they just own, own like Fox TV. The, they don't own like yeah, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Disney would be the or Stars Disney Disney owns it for the most part. And maybe that's part of that contract is that, that Fox isn't allowed to start their own streaming service. That's not uncommon. No, for sure. That would make sense. And this is also maybe... But then why did WWE Network get to do something with Disney for, I think it was Singapore or something, to have the WWE Network? Well, different countries. Mm-hmm. Totally different. So, okay. Yeah, there's different sets of rules that you can go by. And... That's fair. Yeah. 
That's fair. There's also sometimes channels, for instance, um, some of the channels that we get in America are not available on Canadian TV, which is why it has to stream on something else. Or right. vice versa. Craved. It's 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 why when we watch Letterkenny, it's on Hulu. When yeah. you watch it, it's on Crave. But see, Crave is by HBO, though, right? HBO is by who? That's by Discovery, correct? Well, now, yeah. Now, yeah. So by Discovery, Hulu is owned, you said, by Disney. So that, in retrospect, is Disney, completely yes. different. And that's my point is it's it's all up in the air. Different mm, countries have different, different countries. rules okay. because that's channels yeah. that are available here are not available elsewhere. It's also why uh, you know, AEW streams their pay-per-views on Bleacher Report in the United States, but fight almost every other place because Bleacher right. Report is Warner owned, but not available everywhere. They're right. fucking assholes. Yeah, and they suck. Fuck Bleacher Report. I hate it. I feel like you guys get gypped with Bleacher Report. I feel like they even charge you more. <laughs> they charge us a bit more, and my experience is... I, apparently, DA Fabe's experience is not as crappy as mine, so it's something with my Android box. I don't know. But it still sucks. You're still living on a fucking Roku stick like you're from 19-fucking-90. I am running Facts. the latest version of Android on my Mi Box or my Google Chromecast with Google TV. You look Thank like you a very much. Box. I'm just fucking with you, man. Calm yeah, down. yeah. No, you don't we'll get fuck you. with the Geek Master, man. <clears throat> the Geek Master. Oh my god! So, still trying to fucking hang out with the fucking Cody system. <laughs> I got rid of Cody a long time ago. <laughs> they fucking kept blocking all the good shit. And... Not Cody, but like the federal government kept blocking all the sh- good shit. And... Eventually, I just got tired of it. I was like, whatever. Done. Yes, I understood what you were saying. Dunzo. I'm out. Incriminate yourself. But I am the law. Anyways. um, (laughs) Okay, Judge Dredd. (laughs) How did Judge Dredd get involved in this? What the? WTF. Because, Because I'm a detective. And we were talking about legal stuff. I am the law. Anyways. That's fair. Uh, My bad. Gun Club beat up on on uh, Varsity Blondes and then turned on Billy Gunn, turned on their own dad on AEW. Scissor me, daddy ass. And then the acclaim Smart ran move. out for the win. And they brought back the scissor me, daddy ass, and that made me happy. Uh, Tony Storm defeated Kylan King. It was nice to see Kylan King on actual Dynamite. They've had her on, on Dark quite a bit, but... Uh, but they also officially announced the name for Tony Storm's corner hip attack. Um, which, you know, it's just been a hip attack in the corner. Now, I'll point out, I usually hate hip attacks, but Tony Storm's looks like it almost takes someone's head off with it. And yeah, so I'm fine with it. But apparently the name is the Sweet Cheeks music. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And then finally, should have been named like thunderous something. Sweet cheeks music. I get it. All right, that's fine. Yeah. And then the main event, we had the uh, the latest match in the trios tournament. Um, you had Roosh, Dragon Lee, and Andrade versus the Young Bucks and a mystery 
partner. Ooh, Who could it possibly be? be? Oh my goodness. Probably Who from North Carolina. But his favorite candy bar is still the Charleston Chew. Yep. Kenny Omega was back. Um, the worst kept secret in professional wrestling. Also, Sporting a lovely I'm vest. Incredibly, incredibly sad for Andrade and Roosh, that team. Because obviously you can't give Kenny Omega the loss right off the bat. Uh, hi, Jake. Uh, sorry to hear you have a serious leg injury and you're in the hospital. Hope everything gets better for you. Yeah, um, we're rooting for you. I fucking blame Kenny Omega for that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it was kind of sad, especially for this to be the AEW debut of Dragon Lee. Um, so fire. He's really fucking good. So good. Uh, that's Rusha's brother. So this is the life. first time we actually saw him then? Because I was like, how come I haven't seen Oh, he's okay. He's a AAA wrestler. Um, oh. And uh, this is, was his first appearance for AEW at all. Um, and like, we'll get to the weird finish of it, um, in a bit because there was some shenanigans after the match. Um, but, uh, I think I'm, I'm going on a, a speculation right here. I think Kenny Omega is telling a storyline. I think a lot of people are buying into the storyline a little bit too much. Because I saw a lot of posts this week about how Kenny Omega looked looked rushed, looked like he was rusty, looked like he wasn't ready to come back. Um, maybe he shouldn't have come back. Things like that. I, I think there's a story that we're telling. And I think that story is Kenny Omega slowly returning to form. You know what I mean? I mean, that like, makes sense. I wasn't sense. 100%, but I'll be back for this trios thing because these are my boys. Yes. I'm back for this trio thing. I'm not 100%. Uh, but, but I can I, still perform a uh, one-wing danger. Yep. And more specifically, I think we're going to see in each match back over this next couple weeks leading up to the finals, uh, Kenny Omega get better and better and more back to form. Um, I also think we're probably going to see, uh, in terms of ring gear, more back to form slowly. Because he came out today wearing a compression shirt, um, or today, this week, uh, wearing a compression shirt, and he wore it through the entire match. Uh, and he had, had kind of a new um, uh, shoulder brace on that he wore, uh, at least to start off. Um and he, he didn't look quite as energetic at his entrance, you know. Uh, but I tell you what, the pop he received was out of this People world. People were ready for him to be back, that's for sure. Um, it was so loud, I, I literally turned the volume up on my TV just to try to hear to make sure he was still using Battle Cry as a song. Because I couldn't hear the music over the pop. Yes, it was still Battle Cry, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then, anyways, uh, so the match finished with Omega delivering the one-winged angel on uh, Dragon Lee. Uh, he hit Dragon Lee with 
with the V trigger, and then Dragon Lee was dazed, and he got him up and hit the One Winged Angel. But it it wasn't as smooth as normal. Uh, and I think that's part of the storyline that they're telling. After the match, however, huh? hmm, you think that's an act, huh? I think I think a lot of it was an act. That, yeah, he's struggling to get get to there, all that stuff. I think. I'm not entirely sure, but he's definitely skilled enough to do it. Because honestly, faking wrestling injured is harder to do than just wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. So he's definitely skilled enough to do it. And kudos to him if he's doing that, because that's dope. Um, after the match, though, is a little more confusing because they told a story with uh, Roosh and Andrade attacking Dragon Lee. Uh, saying it's his fault. Yeah, like it's his fault. They attacked him. They loosened his mask. They uh, Andrade hit him with the underhook DDT, and the mask came off. But it was weird because like the cameras didn't focus on it. Almost missed it because they were following Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks up the ramps, and it was. It felt like it was unplanned, or at the very least, Andrade and Roosh going off script to do it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they how they uh, go forward with that story. Whoop. Um, Jake put that the reason he's in the hospital is because yesterday he was just watching TV. All of a sudden, a person broke into his house and attacked his leg with a hammer. Dude. Hopefully, hopefully he's also not an MC. No, too soon? Okay. Hope you're feeling better, bud. That sucks. Yeah. Hope he didn't do too much damage. Leg injuries are a bitch. Who attacks him with a freaking hammer, though? Like, the gull. The gully. Not, you must not to speculate. That really sounds personal. That's a sledgehammer. I mean, yeah. Oh, I was thinking like a hammer hammer, not like a sledgehammer. It could be a hammer hammer. We don't know. That's still a lot of, yeah. He could have used an MC hammer. You might be right. Yeah, <laughs> could have been a stack of MC hammer CDs. You can buy them still. Really? Fernando seems to think Kenny was working everyone. Jesus, I saw a fly. I agree. I'm sorry. Yep. What the fuck? I agree. Kenny was working everybody. This this whole thing. Oh, I'm I'm hurt so bad. I can barely wrestle. Yeah. Work, 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 work. Okay. Where uh, the fuck is this fly coming from? Now you know how it feels, fucker. Ugh. But I'm not in a basement. In this is different. <laughs> fuck. All right. I'm back. I'm back. Guess who's back? back Jake says it was a construction hammer. Oh, the hammer that so, construction people have. Well, I hope you, hammer. I mean, Isn't that a sledgehammer? I don't. I don't know if, if I'm no. more Bring your claw want hammer. them to have used oh. the head part or the claw part. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. And yes, Fernando way. Dragon Lee did look like he took some real bumps in that. That uh, Tope Kun Hero uh, to to. Uh, Kenny Omega that went all the way out to like the second row of the crowd. Um, yeah, that looked pretty nasty. But 
Also, the people in the front, even though they pulled the gate a little bit, those people in the front still got whacked. I was like, Jesus Christ. What a match, though. That was fun. Give me more Dragon Lee. And I also I also think maybe the thing they did with Dragon Lee is because if perhaps between Dragon Lee and maybe Hangman Page on why he didn't accept, but he's still chill with them. Kenny, if Kenny Omega isn't in fact ready, maybe this was just a test to see, hey guys, I'm not gonna just do my first match at all out and screw you guys over. I am gonna, you know what I mean? I am gonna um, whatever, see how I go on dynamite. And then maybe this could be a case if Kenny Omega can't go, maybe they take Dragon Lee or maybe they take Hangman Page with them because obviously it's not gonna be uh, what's his face, Brandon. I I still, Brandon. yeah, it's not going to be Brandon Cutler, that's for certain. Um, <laughs> might be Naka, 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 uh, Hook versus Zach Clayton was exactly what it needed to be because I don't know who the fuck Zach Clayton, Zach Clayton is. is. Um, and so why he deserved to be in a ring with Hook. Um, well, all 15 seconds of it was fine. So, Yeah, the freaking Hook's entrance was longer. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, it was a very filler rampage, though. I yeah. was kind of disappointed. But I get Buddy Matthews versus Serpentico was also basically a squash, but that's what you kind of expect there. There's like three squash matches on rampage. It was weird. The return of Penelope Ford uh, versus Athena. It was nice to see Penelope Ford back from her injury. Yeah. Uh, and of course, really, this was this was just an offshoot match. Uh, because Ember Moon's still going after uh, Jade Cargill and the baddies. So that's right. the real story that came from that. Right. And then the Trustbusters versus the Best Friends. Um, best Friends. Best Friends. Still, still my favorite AEW theme song. <laughs> Undeniable. Um, Sunny Kissed came out with uh, the Trustbusters. Um, still not sold on Parker Boudreaux, but you know whatever. No, they're Are really you... trying to push him as this they're huge tough guy, really, though. Like really, I'm just like, like guys, you're almost Roman Reignsing it for me here when you were trying to push Roman Reigns down our throat. I, I, I figured out like... one of the things with him. I don't like the faces he makes. I, I like the faces he makes are too much. Like, look at me, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> I, I think he tries to act like Brock too much, but it's just he's not it comes Brock. Up like level. Yeah, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. I think you hit the nail. Uh, I, I think you hit. Uh, no, the we're not. We're not uh, talking about nails and heads and, and anything right now. We got got an injured guy. We're gonna stay away sorry. from hammer references. I'm telling you that. Um, <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair point. Yeah, we can't touch those. Nah, touch nah, those. nah, nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Can't touch those. Nah, 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 nah. All love, Jake. All love. <laughs> oh, hopefully, hopefully they get it all figured out, and you're you're in less pain. 
because uh, I'm I'm sure it hurts like hell. I'm sure it is not pleasant at all. No. Um, I Ari Davari is is great, right? And Slim J, even though he looks like a total tool wearing the visor upside down, uh, he's perfectly capable in the ring. So, um, that's fine, right? I'm just not. Not a, a big into Boudreaux, and you know I love I love anytime the best friends get a win. So, right. Oh, that triple team move was pretty awesome. I've never seen that before, where Orange Cassie jumps on both of them and then does a body slam to the guy, and he lets them go when he does a full fledged body slam. Uh, not a body mm-hmm. slam. What's the word I'm looking for? Crossbody. Crossbody. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Fun match. That was probably the best match of Rampage because all the other matches were squashes except from Athena's one. Yeah. Um, also, I would like to point out that this week we also got um, uh, Heather Reckless on Dark again. Hey. Uh, and so I I just really need to see Heather Reckless signed to AEW. They're using her enough. I mean, they're using her mostly as a jobber, but that's fine. Uh, they still gave Fuego a contract, so, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. Oh, I think they'll soon find that Heather Reckless's heel work is pretty dang decent. She had some spots she did this week where she's got basically a pet abyss mm-hmm. on the indies, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Didn't Britt have a match? No, she has a match next week. I think she just did yeah, a second. She did a promo okay. backstage. Um what's her face? Um someone's contract on impact ran out, leading uh, a lot Dashwood. to Neil Dashwood. The former Emma. Yeah. Which I think that would be a good catch for Trips to bring back, or even AEW to pick up. She she'd she'd be good wherever she goes. Um, yeah. I, in terms of AEW, I really like in the women's division. I've got priorities, and Maki Ito being signed to a contract is higher priority than Emma. So, <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, I love Maki Ito. No. Uh, guys, who won between Okada and uh, Okada won, right? Okada won. Between Okada yeah. and Osprey? Yeah. Um, there are a fair amount of people um, upset about that because uh, they feel that Okada is being pushed. Not that Okada is not a great wrestler and whatever, but they feel like this is this is the time that you bring the new star up. That Okada has been at the top for so long, right. forever. That this is the time that you allow. But he's the guy that's also had drama with him, right? Where he had problems with the management, or am I thinking of someone else? You're thinking of Kota Ibushi. And, oh, okay. Snap. Yes. Uh, that's going to be another thing altogether because Kota Ibushi's going to be out of contract at some point and uh his problems with 
New Japan management could impact his ability to sign with partners of New Japan, like AEW. Uh. You know what I mean? Um, which could be so he he very well now he re, he apparently turned down at one point a contract offer from WWE because he didn't want to move to the states, so that it might not matter. He might just go to DDT, but DDT is a partner right. of AEW, who which is also a partner of New Japan, which still could cause some problems. Some riff, yeah. Um, and it's a shame because fucking. Uh, Kota Bushi's the fucking man. Um, he's so good. Um, but yeah, Penelope Ford versus Heather Reckless on Elevation this week. So. Three left. Three left. Okay. Um, Jake, you're in the hospital. Pick a number, one or one through three. Come on. And here comes Ambrosia with the twenty-one. Two plus yeah. one. But I didn't I didn't ask Ambrosia. That doesn't mean she's not gonna volunteer that answer. That's sure. true. Sure, That's but facts. I didn't ask for it. Jake. Jake. Come on, hammer down your response, bud. Too soon? Still do so? Okay. Just joking. We love you. Pick a number between one to three. Any number you'd yeah. like. And maybe we lost Jake. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I I don't know. I'm picking uh, two. I, I don't know if lost is the right word to use for someone who's in the hospital. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe Jake's uh sedation has gone into effect. That's so. fair. We're picking two for you, Jake. We who? Jail be While While he opens it, I'm going to point out I've got two new Funkos back there. We also got a message from JLB this week that he went to Walmart. That's it. He yeah. fucking went. There was no cards, no nothing. I there was no dude, cards. There was no Cody Love Rose. right there. Dude Love Funko. And right next to Dude Love, I got a Bianca Belair. So I put Bianca right next to the uh, Becky Lynch with the belt. Mm. First card, NXT 2.0, Malik Blade. Can I find the who the fuck is this shirt fast enough? Yeah. Well, you'll know who the fuck this is, and you won't see him on wrestling in it. Anytime soon again. <laughs> Shane O'Man. That is Shane McMahon. No longer referred to as this name, a member of the uh, the. Well, I guess he is. Yeah, it's just it's now got like say extra consonants and and accents and mace. And my green card. Aaliyah. Oh, Isn't that too shabby. <sighs> um, speaking of green cards. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking Tegan Knox 
Nixon Newell, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, how's she not had anybody picking up that contract? AEW, I'm talking to you. And if you're not listening, Impact Wrestling talking to you. And if you're not listening, Trips, I'm talking to you. Yeah, contract. And Tegan, if you are listening and you need some time here in the States, seven years with a guy like me isn't that long. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go by in a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Two, three times, mm-hmm. two, three times a year. <laughs> it's a long ass Hang out. Hang out. Yeah, there you go. Damn, yeah, because she's been unemployed since 2001. So, 2001. One. Oh, shit. Uh, sorry. 2021. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, November. Yeah. When she got released yeah, with. Um, so if you need some time to convince some people, you need to stay stateside. Or, you know, you just want to hide out in, in a place where no one's going to look for you. Because, trust me. Yeah, nobody's going to believe that you're at my house. Nobody. fucking look for you. Here. Central Nebraska. Nobody. Why, why, why would she go? I think this fly is still alive. I swear to God. They're, they're going to be looking at the map, and they're going to be like, where where could she be? We've checked Chicago. We've checked <laughs> Kansas City. It's got to be We've somewhere checked. where there's lots of, lots of wrestling. We're, I mean, like, we we would only be higher on the list than, like, Montana. Or Montreal, yeah, that's a horrible place to yeah, no. That's work visa. Well, yeah, especially if you're trying to get an American work visa, hiding out in Montreal is not the best place to do it. No, no, it's horrible. I thought he said Montreal from uh, Mont Montreal, Montreal for you. No, Montreal. Uh, oh no, but that's not even in the states, is it? Um, dun, Montenegro dun, dun. also not a good place. No, okay, we don't know the song I'm saying. Smoke on the water, but that wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't talking about the states there at all. So my bad. Fernando, you're ruining this for me. She needs to come and live with a charming bearded man in central Nebraska. Yep. Hadn't seen that. The last I saw Teague uh, on Friday, she did an interview where she said uh, the reason she hasn't wrestled is because she doesn't have a uh, green card and no place can hire her unless they sponsor her for a green card. And, she's what though? She's Canadian? Uh no, she's uh Australian. Australian or New Australian. Zealand? New Zealand? Oh, okay. She's Somewhere on that country. continent of three countries. Oh no, she's hmm. fucking Welsh. Yeah, that's right. Welsh, okay. She's in the other direction. But not gonna be upset in any way, shape, or form if she calls me. He'd You're gladly welcome you in. Ah. Thank you. Thank and you. I do have extra bedrooms. This isn't me being creepy. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's definitely being creepy. <laughs> but they're all locked, so the only bedroom that's opened is his. So, you know, that's the only, <laughs> the only issue there. Yeah. What she doesn't know is his bedroom is also locked from the outside. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did that get Fuck. dark? It's freaking Ezra know. Miller all over again. Too dark. I'm going to fucking go to prison for <laughs> jokes, man. For hey. fucking jokes. People are going to come to my house. Feds will be there. We need to see your bedroom. Where's the lock? There's not a lock on the outside. That's not what your friend said. 
<laughs> oh, by the way, AEW did announce that the Casino Battle Royale ladder match, Casino Ladder Match, is going to be back at for all out. Out. Yep. Ooh. Okay. So that'll be fun. They haven't announced the entrance yet, but I imagine we will see. Um. So so now before we wrap things up and everything. Uh, there was a piece of news that came out this week um, that is something definitely worth talking about. Mm. Um, and it was first a report and then a sort of confirmation that put it in a slightly different light. But um, the report said that they were planning on getting rid of NXT UK, rolling it into NXT, and then relaunching NXT. They were going to consider the NXT event on uh, the weekend of Clash at the Castle and All Out to be kind of like a season finale for NXT 2.0 and then relaunching it with a whole bunch of new people from NXT UK. Um, NXT UK becoming NXT Europe. Then then later, the official announcement from WWE was that NXT UK was going to go on hiatus for a bit and then was going to relaunch later as NXT Europe. Um, so I think both of these are probably true, uh, just spun a little differently. That what we're going to see is a bunch of people from NXT UK show up in NXT um, in the States. And that during this time that NXT UK is shut down, there's only going to be one and they're going to kind of relaunch the United States NXT as NXT 3.0. Which will probably be more back towards what it used to be. NXT, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just using 3.0 to separate it from 2.0. Also, um, I will be happy to say, yes, Ilya Dragunov versus Braun Breaker on my TV. Two different, very, very different styles. Mm -hmm. That Um, would be fun, though. Oh, my God. They did, however, kind of spoil... NXT UK a bit because they're in the middle on NXT UK of a tournament to crown the NXT UK champion and then on NXT this week they had Tyler Bate who is a contestant in the tournament come out as the NXT UK champion oh snap whoops so Yes, safe bet is he wins. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's not like it's going to matter because his whole thing was to challenge uh, Braun Breaker uh, to a match at whatever the event they're having weekend of Clash of the Castle is going to be, which is probably going to be the the unification match. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't pitch it as a title unification Right. Um, Since only... it is coming back next year. Yeah. I don't think they'll do that. Um, but it's coming back as NXT Europe, which would, instead of NXT Totally UK, different title and all so that. So probably yeah. will have totally new titles, totally new everything. Now, um, I will say I would love if they kept the NXT UK style title um, because it's fucking dope. Right. Um, uh, makes the regular NXT title look like a toy. 
Meh. Yeah. But uh, they probably won't. <laughs> probably this, you know. Oh, somebody's getting a call on Facebook. <laughs> I know, right? It's the most annoying fucking. I I enjoy it because it's the way my son calls me when he gets home from school. Oh, that is cute, and that's fair. And then he calls me six other times to ask if he can have uh. a fucking snack. Dad, <laughs> can I have another snack? <laughs> Jesus, how many fucking packs are, of fucking muffin tops can you? Are, are you are you actually a father if you don't ask? I don't know. Can you? True story. I feel like he's done that. That's right up freaking Faze's yeah. aisle. That's yeah, just that's, right there. That's my stuff. I don't know, can you? It's just a smart Alec remark. I feel it's like he'd even tell me that without being a father. Dad thing. remark. I don't think so. And it's just a I'm a dad. Remark. I'm proud of it. <laughs> I would hope so. Because if you weren't, that'd be weird. Fucking weird. Um, so yeah, so uh, they already did uh, release a handful of NXT UK wrestlers, and I'm right. I'm gonna go back on it and say I don't think the word release is actually the best word for it. Uh, it's technically true, but every single one of them announced that they've come to terms with their release rather than I've been released, which is technically two different things. You know what I mean? Is it handled the counseling of, of being released? Yeah, I've come to the terms of my release. Means, in my estimation, it means WWE get paid and yeah, yeah. WWE came to them and said, "Here's the deal. Um, this is what I estimate probably happened. Here's the deal. We're going to close down NXT UK. Uh, if you would like to, we've got room for you on the NXT roster in the states." Um, if you don't want to move to the States, then, uh, we will be happy we'll to be sign your release paper. Right. You know, and we'll be, and we'll contact you back in yeah. NXT Europe when yeah, we'll that be happens. We'll relaunching as NXT Europe in a few months. Um, at that point, we may be willing to bring you back. Right. And here's the deal. If you're fucking Manders. Or something, you know. Uh, you're a British person. You've seen how WWE over the years has uh, treated imports, um, and then <laughs> and then cut them, right? Leaving them high and dry in the states, like Tegan Knox. Um, maybe you don't want to come to the. Listen, states. she's not high and dry here in the states. There's places she can go. <laughs> Still trying. Um, okay. Determination, folks. Never that, give that up. Place, that place okay. is it's on the rise place. towards the Mile High City. So it's it's high-ish. And uh, let's be honest. Nebraska's pretty darn dry. So it's high-ish and dry? High and dry, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but so I, I could see them saying, you know, I'd, I'd rather just take my chances with whatever's coming for NXT Europe. You know what I mean? If, if my choice is move to the States, um, or hang out in, 
in Europe and potentially move to Germany or I don't know wherever they put their main place, and it might even still be the UK. You know, yeah. I mean, who knows where their their base of operations for NXT Europe's going to be? Um, but I could I could see them being like, I'll just take my chances with that. You know. Um, and I mean, honestly, you can in Europe, you can literally go anywhere, no problem. It's not like long ass distances. Everything is pretty. Mm-hmm. Everything's just a train away, you know. Like, even if it is relatively long distances, right? Uh, as, once you get into Europe, you don't need like visas or green cards or uh, all yeah. of that stuff to do your job anymore because the one, the one visa counts for them all you know right so i don't that's why i'm this is one of the i don't want to say rare times but one of the times where i'm not going to rag on wwe for these releases too much because i do think they were probably mutual in most respects it was probably the wrestler saying listen i i'm not comfortable with moving to the states right now for many reasons. Right. And um, them saying, okay, cool. Well, we're not going to hold on to you um, for no reason. So if you want to go wrestle elsewhere and do your shit, uh, you can go do that. And they're like, cool. I was going <laughs> to. Um, but yeah, so was there anything else that happened this week that needs to be discussed? I mean, Jeff Jarrett got released from his vice, uh, from his uh, role in WWE. Uh, I mean, it's rumored rumored because it hasn't been announced by WWE yet, but PWI Insider reported it, PW Insider reported it, so... Yeah. Um, um, does that really need to be discussed, though? I mean, I, it's just a comment, more of a statement. Because I, I personally kind of feel that the less we talk about Double J on this show, the better off we are. That's um, fair. Fair point, too. Slap nuts. What? Oh, you what? were talking to me when you said slap nuts. Um... I think we might have discussed... Yeah, nothing really. I mean, I was just going to mention... Uh, Moxley versus Nick Gage is apparently going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Career versus I, title. I Nick think Gage that's finally going to retire. Uh, I doubt it. To be perfectly honest, I think it's probably uh, um, set up to allow Moxley to drop the title to someone that they feel is a worthy. GCW, GCW guy. guy. That's fair too. Yeah. Um, there's not too many people that the GCW fans would cheer more than Nick MDK all F and day. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's okay. it. I don't know. I can't think of. Um... I can't think of anything. Ric Flair might be. Did you guys hear that Ric Flair maybe might want to wrestle some more? Oh, of course he did. I told, I said about it when, <laughs> when his last match was about to air. I said, "Here's the deal, right? He's gonna wrestle a match, and then he's gonna get the bug, and he's gonna want to come back." And sure enough, he's already said, "Well, you know, I regret using the phrase last match, 
Right. Because, you know, now I want to... Of fucking yeah, course you do. But how how often are people going to want to see you wrestle your last match? Yeah, seriously. Well, that's ultimately the thing. If I paid money, which I didn't because I didn't want to watch it, but if I had actually paid money <laughs> to watch... Ric Flair's last match. Ric Flair's last match, and then a month later they announce another match for him, I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. Like a pay-per-view built around Ric Flair's last match. Exactly. And then a month later, it's not Ric Flair's last match. Well, just kidding. This one is. Yeah, for really Mm -hmm. reals this time. It's it's like a furniture furniture going out of business sale. Mm -hmm. Uh, Facts. Also illegal now in the U.S. Oh, really? So you're, yeah, to have a going out of business sale and then stay in business. Yeah, hmm. they had to not do here it because because companies kept doing it and then making enough money with their going out of business sale to that they'd just be like, "Oh, I'm still in business." We had a store in my hometown that it, it wasn't. It wasn't furniture. It was like n- kitschy imported knickknack stuff. You know what I mean? Like velvet posters of dogs howling at moons and shit like that. That's a very and, and specific, cheap, cheap specific? Chinese knockoff specific. swords that are wall hangers and and shit ton of incense. And I'm I'm pretty sure it was just a front for selling pot, but that's beside the point altogether. Uh, it it for years had a going out of business close out sale sign out front um and every month they'd sell enough to stay in business another month and so they'd just keep doing it and again <laughs> playing into my theory that it was a front for selling pot um because you know i don't know anyone who bought anything from there um i you know as a as a youth would go in there and look at their cheap Chinese knockoff swords. Yeah, bet like, you oh, would go in there for the f- fucking cool, oh. man. Bet you go in there for the miscellaneous objects, huh? It's a fucking, Not fucking the ninja sword. Store that it's behind that. You're a fucking <laughs> ninja sword, man. Look at I can attest like to you, he probably did not go in there for the yeah. bot. <laughs> I can guarantee you that I didn't. But ninja okay. swords, I fucking did. That's um, right. Knowing what I know now, they're fucking crap, but... Um, at the time, though. At the time, show. I was like, dude, dude, not only do they sell ninja swords, right? You can get ninja stars. <laughs> Fernando said something. I believe that's... Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. You can't read that when it's that small. So, yeah, there yeah. we go. Thank you. Uh, Naomi and Sasha seen together the She-Hulk premiere. Uh, do you see them coming back soon to either AEW or back to WWE? So the rumors are that they've it's already the, been contacted and signed with WWE. Um, yeah. It's backed up by the fact that their uh, profiles are still on WWE.com. How active again. Yeah, yeah. However... Well, and their, their Twitter pages are active again. And say WWE. Um, do they... Last time I was there, it was Mercedes Vernado. So let me check to be 100%. No, but it always said Sasha Banks WWE because that's her Twitter handle. Oh, yeah. No, she that's the deal. the name. Yeah. So here, here's the deal is when you're verified on Twitter, if you change your Twitter handle, it loses your verification. 
So she never changed the Sasha Banks WWE. She changed her display name because that doesn't affect your verification status, right? Um, so, so that's the deal. Anyways, reports have it that she's back. There's lots of uh, circumstantial evidence that they're back. Um, Don't you know? But nothing 100% confirmed one way or another. And nothing will be confirmed until they show up. Uh, mo most likely, I would I would expect them to show up at either the finals of the women's tag tournament to do the, hey, we never lost these belts gimmick, which is pretty easy to do. You're right. Um, or... A little bit later, have them show up, uh, especially Sasha, as a new number one contender for Bianca Belair's oh, belt. No. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I would love to see Sasha in AEW. Uh, Naomi can go back to WWE for all I care. I don't care. Wow, go she ahead, does do, deserve better though. Naomi freaking deserves better though. God yep, damn it. Yep. I'm not entirely God, sure. She's got to feel the glow. To play here, but no. Nope, that's next show. It's Tuesday. But. Well, we could always play the guess here mm. game. Is the brand extension over or are they going to bring back the draft? They are reportedly bringing back the draft maybe as early as in a couple weeks. Like oh, wow. immediately following Clash in the Castle. There's reports that they may do it within a week or so after that. Oh, if I'm Triple H, I'm freaking excited to be able to make uh, what you want now. I would expect, to be perfectly honest, that we see in the near future a um, solidification of the the brand extension. Um, that uh, because reportedly USA Network's been angry that they don't have a world champion regularly right. on their show. Um, and with Roman Reigns wanting to be part-time for a while. <coughs> Isn't um, that over now? I thought it was like until like September. Like it's I'd, almost done. What, no? what I'd read was he wanted to be part-time from Permanent. now on. Yes. Oh, snap. Okay. Um, he wanted to reduce his schedule. Um for lots of reasons. And and one of them is I think he's he's trying to go to Hollywood. Trying right. to follow his He cousin. also works hard. And he works yeah. hard. Yeah. He but I think hard, yeah. I think he's also trying to trying to build a life post WWE. Smart. Which is important for them to do. Because WWE doesn't last forever. And uh the people who didn't build lives for post wrestling uh fumble around for the rest of their careers and end up having 32 last matches <laughs> um wow so uh so this is that's what i i what i see happening is is he's trying to establish a presence in hollywood which you know he's got ends He's got uh He knows people. You know, connections. He's got a good look. Yep. For yeah. Hollywood, right? He was um, good in uh Hobbs and Shaw. 
Yeah, for as much as he was in it, he was good in that. Yeah. He's he's got a good look. Uh, you know, he's wrestling and acting are effectively the same thing, except one's a little bit more physical, and so he's got the skill acting's, set to go over there. Acting's a little more physical. Yes, acting's definitely a little more physical. Um, <laughs> so uh, I would guess. Um, for your next question, Fernando, which stars would you guys like to see drafted to which brand? That is, that is all. There's a fantasy booking built by itself. That's, that's a whole fucking episode of that. We will use your FBI for that question. Good, sir. Um, that might be fun. Well, you'll have to show up to fucking do it, bud. Yeah. We we ain't going to remember that. And I'm, I'm just speaking pragmatically. We ain't going to remember that, man. I'm not gonna, Fernando. Um, you'll have to come back on that Tuesday and remind us then. But I mean, here's the deal: is I don't. There, there's a lot of people that I don't necessarily see a shakeup on, right? There are people who are on SmackDown that I think are going to stay on SmackDown. There are people who are on Raw that are going to stay on Raw. Um, I would anticipate certain factions are going to stay together. So, so like. Judgment Day is going to stay on whatever brand all together, right? So Blood Judgment Line. Brand goes to SmackDown, all three of them go. Um, I would imagine they stay on Raw. Um, I would imagine... I think Bloodline stays together. I really do. Yeah, Bloodline I, stays I think, together. I think Rumble oh, yeah. is not there. Is mm-hmm. the, the only difference would be uh, if they draft them to Raw... And then get the universal title off of him and have, you know, Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre feud on SmackDown over it. Or something like yeah. that. But, but yeah, no, you know, there's there's way too many for us to, to go through. Although it would be, you know, do, do an entire draft. We've done that years before. Yes, we have. Nope. They're also <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it gets a little bit uh tedious. Uh tedious. Um there's also reports that with the merging of NXTs that a fair amount of NXT personnel will be pulled up to the main roster. <clears throat> That's a pretty smart bet there. Well, ex not Excalibur, but uh, Escobar. Yeah, Santos really Escobar could easily that that could be a wonderful rough shot type shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, HBK is now we haven't announced that too. HBK oh, is yeah. now the um, vice president, of vice president relations. of talent relations. So and creative, by the way, and creative. Damn. Okay. I mean, you want a guy who can see through the politics, choose the guys that played the politics. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, like 20-some years ago, DX said they were going to run this place someday, and they did. They kept it. Uh, Solo Sikoa, I could see him being brought up. I just, I I don't want him. Don't bloodline him. Put with the bloodline. I would prefer not. Do you want him solo? Yes. Solo. Um, 
trying to think of any of the other NXT people that I I like dying. Cameron Grimes, I would love to see on the main roster. Cameron Grimes, I would love see, to see him push to, to the moon. moon. See, I was scared with Cameron Grimes going up with Vince in charge, but now with Trips, I think uh, we might be in good hands. Mm-hmm. So well, definitely man, push him you imagine to the moon straight. Just to the go moon straight moon. back to his feud with LA Knight and just have yep. it be Max Dupree. And camera grabs being like, I am the best model you could possibly ever want. For your <laughs> you put me I'll on take there this company to the moon. to the moon. Yeah, like, oh man, the shirt selling with that. You can easily, he'll be a hot merchandiser. Just give him those damn slogans, and he's a good time. Uh, I would expect Indy Hartwell comes up to the main roster if they're doing the hinting of of index being back there's the real question jg has confirmed he's been in talks with all the companies where's he gonna end up jg who's jg johnny gargano oh gargano um gargano yeah um so i've i've said this before (laughs) Uh, I want him in AEW. Uh, it sounded better in my head. It sounded better in my head. I want him in AEW. Uh, I think especially with um, you know, Dexter Loomis and potentially Indy going up to the main roster. D-I-Y. And Champ already being up there. D-I-Y or the way. The way coming up to the main roster. I can see that. However, I will point out that I think it's one of these upcoming weeks, the AEW's in Cleveland. Which is uh, uh, Johnny Gargano's hometown. It's also August 24th. So this week. Ooh. Watch out for MJF. No, wait, he's from Long Island. Never mind. Yeah, he's from he's Long, from Long Island. Island. Well, I mean, and Raw and Raw was just in Ohio not too long ago. Well, that's the deal. There was a lot of speculation up, so. that he was gonna show up there and he didn't. And so now I'm not I'm not gonna feed the fire too much on this. I think you fed the fire. But they're gonna be there this week. Man, what a great time to bring MJF back, though, in the Mrs. hometown. Be like, I am the best heel this town has mm-hmm. ever produced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer Fernando, do you think Danny Garcia is going to join the uh, BBC, or is it a swerve against Brian Danielson? Of course, he's not. He's not going to join Swerve. Yeah, he's not going to join Swerve. No. Um, uh, Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club. Uh, so BCC, by the way. Um, BBC <laughs> is the network. Uh, that from from Britain. I don't think he'll be on BBC. I was I thinking think of something else. I was um, uh, I, thinking of a network. I'm also Watch. going to mention <laughs> that when I see when I see it abbreviated as Danny Garcia, my brain actually goes to uh, Danny Garcia, The Rock's ex and business partner. And I was really confused the first time I read this because like, is Danny Garcia going to join the BBC? XFL on BBC? Yes! Maybe, I guess. I mean, XFL has a lot of BBC, probably. Um, I don't think it's a swerve Jesus against Jesus. Brian Danielson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
So to answer the question, I don't think it's a swerve against Brian Danielson. Um, I think I think he's potentially going to join the uh, Blackpool Combat Club, or at the very least, he's going to leave uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, which is fine because it was actually kind of getting being, yeah getting um, a little. And he needs to crowded. be alone. Yeah, I'm fine with him not being in the BCC. As well, I'm fine with him just being off on his own, being like, listen, whatever. Um, yes, Fernando, that's what I, I was kind of saying. Uh, uh, Johnny Gargano was a Triple H guy. He was he was NXT and all that stuff. And that's why I think I think it's likely he's headed back to WWE. I would love for him to be in AEW because he's my boy. Um, and uh, I think it fits him better, but... Um, I don't know, man. He was also a huge loyal guy for HBK too, though. And now HBK is... That's what it plays into this, Triple H and HBK. I I think it's likely he goes back to WWE, but I think he'd be better in AEW. Um, I don't know. I think he'll only excel now even more in WWE. Bring him to the um, main roster now, especially too. The the thing is... what Johnny Gargano has to battle all the time is, is he's a you got the wall to say his name Johnny Gargoyle. Um, I just I you know even with trips taking over creative and everything, the main roster is still the land of the giants, um, and Gargano's still smaller. Um, and I, I think it would be better for him for a lot of reasons. Number one, the AEW touring schedule is a lot less hectic and he's a new father and would like to be at home with his son as much as possible. I think maybe he's an NXT staple. I think that's a good move. Possibly. Because NXT doesn't do house shows, correct? Not yet. They don't travel for house shows. They don't travel. They do a bunch of them at... Full gear, okay. wherever they record now. Fair. Universal. Full sale university. Yeah. I don't even know if they still do their recording there, if they do it all at the performance center now. But anyways. My point is, is if he went back to NXT, I don't think he'd have to travel much, so he'd be fine. I right. think that's playing heavily into his decision, is the travel... Uh, requirements and AEW would have a lot less than main roster WWE but not as much less a the the piece to play into that is Tony Khan is now dealing with a overloaded roster um I don't know if I'd say it's overloaded but it is it is to the close to to the brim but uh, do we see Paige, a.k.a. Soraya, join, signing with AEW? She specifically said she's not. This last week, someone asked her point blank, and she said she's not. She's, uh, uh, she's actually... She's focusing on her relationship. And yeah, focusing on yeah, modeling and, and stuff like acting. That. Um, but in fact, she's, she more or less said, never say never, but I, I'm not going to be wrestling anytime soon. Um. And she so, is still injured. 
Yeah, I mean, she's still like even even if she got medically cleared to wrestle, she still has a long history of of these head she's injuries. Injury, very injury prone. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not even injury prone. It's just once you have a certain amount of these head injuries, it's it's lit a wick, and and right. you can get another one really easily. Right, which and is what injury you're... prone means. What the fuck? <laughs> no, in, injury prone implies that you she's just constantly getting injured, and it's not even that. It's like she, you can get CTE without actually even being injured anymore, right? Right. When yeah. you when you've had enough of these headshots like this, <clears throat> you don't even have to have a concussion to get CTE out of it. Right. Um, yes, I think she would. Uh, here's the. I don't think the AEW women's division needs elevated so much as as featured. Featured. Yes, that's a very yeah. good word for it. And and that's what I think I talked about it last week. That I I think AEW needs to add another, at least another hour to their main television. So whether that's an extra hour to Rampage or another hour on a Sunday night or something like that. That's that's the idea that I really would like is is Sunday night, whatever that would play into the uh, uh, pre-show for their pay-per-views, uh, but it would be a televised show that would would mean something. Because um, here's the deal: if you go to the AEW women's roster, it's fucking stacked. Um, right. It's got great wrestlers on it. They just haven't been featured. Now That's another thing that I think AEW could yeah. could really do to help would be to integrate AEW Dark and Elevation more into their storylines. Cuz right now at most they use them to pad numbers. They're like, "Oh, so and so's undefeated on Dark this year or whatever." But they but they don't use it to build storylines and I think that's what they need to do is have storylines that happen on Dark and show clips of them on Rampage or on Dynamite saying, we're going to take you back to Dark and show you what happened. And then you show this clip of it, and it's fucking, you know, uh, uh, I don't even know who, Heather Reckless being absolutely tortured by Marina Shafir or something like that. Give people a reason to want to watch Dark and Elevation uh, that's storyline-based, not just, hey, support our wrestlers on this show, right? Right. <clears throat> but but the, the AEW women's roster is fucking stacked, right? Now's your opportunity to talk about BBC again, bud. This fucking fly, I thought I killed it. One hour women's show. So I I mentioned I think I even mentioned that the other day. Uh I think my fear with that is if they do something like that, they're likely to scoff it off over to that. That's that's They'll just slough it over to that. Man. That's kind of I I'd mentioned something similar to it, but I a couple years ago I'd I'd talked about it, and I think I'm still on that page where, when you give someone a regular show for for the women's division, <clears throat> that then it 
it can psychologically be the reason to not focus on them on the other show. Correct. They can and, be... and truth be told, if the ratings aren't there for it, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, it does not have to be because of the product. If yeah, you put right. that show on Saturday night up against Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. and all the other stuff, where Saturdays aren't really about wrestling, they're about college football or, or major pro sports or um, or Saturday Night Live or anything like that, if you put, them up, put that up against that, that's not those women performers' fault. Right. Um, no, but it looks like it. And, it sure does. And, and so then they get back. But here, let me, here's the deal. Uh, here's the women's roster for AEW. I'm just going to go through some of the notable <laughs> names, right? Uh, and first we're going to mention, like, uh, Chris Statlander and Layla Hirsch are out with knee injuries, so not really an option. Uh, but you got Athena, Britt Baker, Hikaru Shida, Jamie Hayter, Kira Hogan, uh, Madison Rain just signed, who's a former Impact World Champion. Mercedes Jade Martinez. Uh, yeah, Jade Cargo. Yep. Um, you've got Penelope Ford. You've got Riho, former World Champion. Ruby Soho, Serena Deeb, Ty Mello, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm, who I have said before, I believe is one of the best women's wrestlers in the planet. Right. Yeah, she's has the number one contendership, right? Um, I believe so. They're yeah. they're building up for it's going to be a match between her and Thunder Rosa at All Out, I believe. And so nice, but but like I say, is you say let's just say we'll follow this uh, logic. They give a, a women's all women's one hour show, right? And let's say they put it on a night, and they have great ratings. Let's say it's on uh, Thursday nights. So it doesn't have a WWE product opposing it. Um, and uh, it's it's got a major show as a lead-in, so it gets great ratings. Let's say it gets as good or even better ratings than Rampage, right? Uh, then you're the booker. You're Tony Khan. You're the, the other people in creative. You start thinking to yourself, well, when doing Dynamite, you know, let's just cut this this women's match let's move that to the women's show uh and we'll put another men's match there and in the long run it could actually lead to less women's wrestling on tv also the the side note to note is if the ratings are really good there there's the temptation to put a men's match on that show Mm -hmm. yeah now the ratings are well we'll give we'll give them an opener on dynamite our biggest show but uh but let's make sure we get this hangman hangman page match in mm-hmm. here real quick oh yeah right. oh oh this ma- this is doing really good ratings wise well how much better would it do if we had brian danielson versus cm punk on there yeah oh yeah that'd be great oh and now you don't have a women's show anymore mm-hmm. but so, you still so have all of those things can play you still have them saying oh but we don't need to have the women on dynamite because we, we still have the all women's show so we, we just um, it was just a one-off it was just a yeah. one-off to help boost the women you know yeah just a, a one-off it's kind of like um i i i knew a person once i didn't know them particularly well i actually knew their spouse 
and they worked for a major business in my hometown and they were their um finance person they were in charge of all the finances and then they had a little bit of money problem and they borrowed a little bit of money from the business just to help them cover their money problems i just i just needed like 20 bucks to cover this bill and then a month later well i i still i need another 20 bucks to cover that bill you know and and then it was $30 and then it was $50 and then it was, and in the end, it was a couple hundred thousand um, over years of doing it. That's what could happen with an all-women show, is they just borrow a spot from it for a men's match, and then they borrow another spot, and then they borrow another spot. And eventually, it's now, now it's for men's show, and the women are still struggling for matches. And they're struggling wow. even more on the other shows because, well, we've got, we've got a place for you. <laughs> right. Um... But yeah. we took all your spots on that place. Well, no, but it's still a women's show. Um, In the kitchen, a sexist would say. Yeah. And so now do I think AEW should do an all-women's pay-per-view? Yes. Yes. 100%. I still yeah, think, I don't think WWE should really bring that, Evolution that, back. A once-a-year women's pay-per-view. Yes. Um, but the biggest thing is they just need to focus on and promote their women. Because they've got the the talent to have a top tier women's division they just right. need to be showcased um now they hired madison rain to be a coach and a competitor i hope that's a symbol that they're trying to focus um more on the women's division uh fernando asks how long before Jade goes elevated against the major players like Britt Baker and Tony Storm? Um, she's already gone against Tony once, I believe. Um, I think right now, the tough thing is, Tony likes to often say that he doesn't see the TBS title and the TNT title as mid-card titles. He says they're their own prestige. And because of that... In Tony's mind, Jade already is elevated. She's already at the top of the food tree, right? Uh, because she's the champion of a legitimate championship. So right. in his mind, Jade doesn't need to get elevated to go against Britt Baker and Tony Storm because she's already elevated. Um, that being said, in, in the not-too-recent past... They've treated the TBS title almost better than their women's world title. Yeah, it's it's getting focused more on. Um, I think Thunder Rosa's championship is being has been kind of lackluster, and I think part of it is. Uh how they booked it, but I think part of it is Thunder Rosa. And I'm hmm. I'm trying to word it in a way to to not like sound like I'm bagging on her. <clears throat> I think she makes a better chaser than a champion. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh she, 
her storyline as champion is less compelling than her storyline as chasing the championship. Over and her. what's also messed up, I think Britt is better as a champion than a chaser. Yeah. And you know? I've I've said it before, I think heel champions tend to be the more compelling champions because they they have this like insurmountableness to them because, because they cheat to win. Jade mm-hmm. and Jade is a heel champion, and it's a way more compelling championship, right? And so uh, Mercedes Martinez is the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, um, and and she's a badass and not afraid to hurt people, you know, right. to keep her championship. Um, so. Uh, I don't want to break up Thunderstorm because I do like the fact that they have a women's tag team that's like doing, but they don't have women's tag championships right now, right? So I almost think that right now, if I were Tony Storm booking, I not Tony Storm, Tony Khan booking, <laughs> just played my hand though, I would book a heel turn for Tony Storm. And have her beat Thunder Rosa as a heel. The cocky Kiwi, you know, beat her. And then lord over the women's division. Um, I I don't I I don't think Jade needs to be elevated, I guess is what I'm saying. I think she's she's at a, a level that she doesn't need to be any higher, really. Yeah. Um, Fernando says they dropped the ball on Thunder Rosa big time. Tony Storm should win the title and start fresh with a new champion. It's kind of what I was saying. I think the big thing is it heel though. They she needs to be a heel as she follow as she does it. Yep. Hello, Ashlyn. What up? Hey, hey, what up? Thank you for coming on Twitch. Got the notification that you started following us too. So, yeah. A plus there. Thank you. Extra thank you there. If you get all your friends and we get up to 50, these two guys will wrestle. Uh, That is up to 50 by uh, August 31st. Yes. 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 Has to be that. In fact, the day after we go on the air, so you know, (laughs) August thirty first, and you can bet Smarks is is definitively going to be watching at like midnight to see what the count is. Oh, you better believe it. Because he's already going to be in his wrong (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, I I don't. I've been regretting (laughs) making this. He'll have a watch along as he's counting, looking at the countdown. Uh, yes, okay. <laughs> like, Go down. 49, 49, <laughs> 10, 11, 59. Shit, there's another one. Seven, <laughs> six, five. <laughs> but, bam. But, uh, I've got a mattress we can do this wrestling on, buddy. <laughs> Uh, it is the one we've used before. I, I mean, I mean, I was, the the is it a new mattress? Is it <laughs> clean? No, oh. no, it won't be clean. That's for sure. Oh, fuck. Okay, 
This is going to be the last question we deal with tonight, Fernando, because we've been going for two and a half hours. So um, we'll we'll be back in two days. Um, two so. days. And you if should Tony follow us on feel. Twitch to up the following too, good sir. I know you love Facebook. Let's twitch it out a bit, though. Yeah, Get seriously, man. Up. Get over on Twitch. Uh, if Tony turns heel, should Britt go face and see how it goes? They can always turn her heel again if it doesn't work out. No, I, I think Britt works best as a heel. Yeah, you don't um, touch Britt. I also think they've got enough faces to go after the championship. Um, uh, especially, you know, I mean, Thunder Rosa would, would want a rematch. So you'd have a program of Thunder Rosa trying to come back. Ruby right. Soho eventually going after it with Tony Storm would be good. Uh, you've got um, uh, Hikaru Shida. Chris Statlander, when she comes back from her knee injury, hopefully... That's not going to keep her out too long for it. Um, Athena. Yep. You know, definitely in there. And then you've got like Yuka Sakazaki to fill in, Riho to fill in there. You what know, the hell's going on with Riho? She's been used on Dark um, occasionally. Um, I think she's also doing a lot backstage. Oh, okay. I don't know for certain, but I think she's Not if kind maybe of she was like in Japan for a bit and acting as an unofficial coach. Okay, but but so so that's that's what I don't think I don't think you turn Brit the face because you've got enough faces that you need the heel cocky Brit to continue to do her stuff. Yeah, it's um, just more the booking that needs to be better. It's not because. You know, Brit is the best one there. It's just because the others haven't been showcased properly for us to see it. Yeah. There hasn't been it's, great storylines. And to you to to clarify, booking by booking, I think we mean the showing of them. I don't think storylines have been booked badly. I just think we haven't well, seen them. I mean, it's really both though. There hasn't really been good enough storylines for us for them to be shown in a wider spectrum either. Um, I the think the storylines of... have been just fine. I think I think we just haven't seen them. I I mean, Chris Statlander going after the TBS title um, was was looking good. Chris Statlander was being built up to potentially go after the the world title. Um, right. and then she had her knee injury and went out. Uh, they had, they had a bunch of really good stuff. There. Uh, Hikaru Shida's got storylines going on, but they're all going on on AEW Dark. And that's the deal is when you say booking, it implies that they're making bad decisions about the storylines. I don't think it's bad decisions of the storylines. I think it's bad decisions of the visibility of the storylines. Um, you know, Athena's going after the, the TBS title now, uh, and it's on TV, you know, but it's about the only thing that we're seeing on TV. But I kind of also stopped caring. Is that weird of me to say? Well. You stopped caring because you don't like Jade. Yeah. No, but I love Athena. Jade. So I would be all down for Athena to, like, win it and whatever, but I'm just like... Uh, well, no, I mean, keep in there's mind, there's no meat and potatoes here. I don't know. Well, like but you say you've stopped caring, but she's only been going after it again for two weeks, because prior to that, uh, she was going after the baddies, and Hikaru, uh, not Hikaru, uh, Chris Statlander was going after Jade Cargill. 
No, but Athena was part of that because Chris Statlander was part of Athena's group. No. Well, yeah, but they were different, going after different things. Athena was going after the baddies, and that was uh, Red Velvet, and um, what's the name of the other one? Yeah, but was she was it? going after the baddies to get to Jade, though. No, she. It was, was a totally separate storyline. The storyline um, wasn't about them going after her, going after Jade. It was about her going specifically after uh, Red Velvet. Like her storyline was going after Red Velvet. Oh, she had beef with Red Velvet, who was in the baddies. She had beef with Kira Hogan, who was in the baddies. Um, anyways, but that's why that's why I'd say it's. I I feel it's important to, in my mind, to say I don't think it's about storylines that are bad. I think it's about about visibility of the storylines because the the fact that you didn't even realize that her storyline was against red velvet specifically not but it wasn't it's all aligned together because it was jade's group versus athena's group it was three on three they were all just meshing together every time they came out they faced off specifically against people chris statlander went specifically against jade cargill red velvet and athena specifically stood face to face side by side fair okay it was specifically on those things uh, no, Fernando, it's not that you asked too many questions. You just waited too late to start asking them. <laughs> um, and by that point, I'm we'd be going for... anxious over here with this fucking fly. I want to get the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> uh, start asking the questions at point one, and then we, we'll just do that instead no, of talking good, about boss. raw yeah, results. We, we, we... we love the questions. Don't don't ever apologize for that, please. Just maybe a little bit early. It's uh, glad you're, you're, you're enthusiastic. We are too. It's just... It's also, you know, almost three in the morning here for me. So, <laughs> exactly, that's the deal. It's getting late, and and some of us have to work in the morning. You don't think Fernando does, huh? Huh? <laughs> okay, we're good. Let's end this. Let's go. But so, anyways, on that note, we're gonna start wrapping things up, uh, closing the book on the wrestling booking unit. Make sure to uh, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're using to watch this. Um, you know, whatever it is, Twitch or YouTube or Facebook, um, hit that subscribe button. If if you want to, you should head on over to twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU and follow us there. Thanks, Ambrosia. Hit that link tree. Uh, you got all the links there uh, to, to follow us there. And subscribe to us on Twitch because, like I said, we do the occasional Twitch exclusive live stream like uh double or nothing or or upcoming all out we will probably live stream reactions to those um haven't specifically made plans yet the clash of the castle is a uh very li likable um option for us to live stream because it'll be sometime in the afternoon um, oh snap that's on uh, a saturday too right yes Oh damn! Anyway, um, so so that Twitch is a great great place to go to to potentially see that there. But like and share and subscribe to us on every channel that you want to. Make sure to follow us on the social medias. Uh, uh, the link was just in the the Twitch chat comments, but it's also in the doobly doos for all of our social medias. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU, like it says right there on the screen. Uh, that's on. 
uh, Twitch and uh, TikTok and Twitter and and YouTube and pretty much all of the places except for Facebook where it's at Pissant Podcast. Um, you can follow JLB. Uh, I'll tell JLB later. We'll do DA Fabe first. You can follow DA Fabe at <laughs> DA Vince. See, if I do both hands, then I'm guaranteed. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I even dropped the wrong hand there. DA Vince K Fabe. Um, <laughs> but the, just on no Twitter. real talk radio with just the brand. No, none of that <laughs> stuff. So yeah. JLB, you can follow at. You can follow me at. Oh, well, okay, <laughs> you just won't know. Uh, you can follow me at uh, twitch.tv slash JLBTLC25. Play a lot of video games. I'm doing a lot of reviews there now, too, uh, because apparently Twitch doesn't copyright you. So guess what? I'm doing reviews there. And um, yeah, Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand. Anchor.fm slash RTR. Um uh, Real Talk Radio 8, Real, at Real Talk Radio Online on Facebook and on Instagram. Check all that there. But uh, definitely give me a follow on uh, Twitch. Do a little bit of everything. And please feel free to come talk to me on whatever you would like more of. I am always here to help out. Um, and yeah, you could also obviously link tree me as well, as well as raw and order and, uh, Fernando, you should definitely just go on twitch.tv too, but I mean, it's a free sign up and, uh, just sign up to follow us and then go back to Facebook. That's all we ask. And that way you can join us <laughs> talking about the actual shows. Yep. Or if we ever find a Thursday to sit down and record another season of, uh, botch along. Yeah, bro. You tell me though. Let me know when you. Oh, I, I, I am fully aware it's my fucking fault. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am fully aware of my schedule, okay. bud. Okay, sir. Fully but. fucking aware. Just also, not this Thursday, but any other Thursday after this. Damn, because this one was looking like this is going to be the best option. <laughs> also, oh, really? <laughs> if you want to support us in other ways, aside from liking and sharing and subscribing and all that stuff, you can support us by uh, following us on Patreon, patreon.com slash rawandorderwbu. It's in the link tree that keeps popping up. You can uh, support us by going to our merch store, rawandorderwbu.myspreadshop.com. It's a mouthful. It's in the links in the doobly-doos as well, where you can get the Piss Ant Podcast yeah. shirt or hat or the those who can't wrestle podcast shirt or like behind me and behind da fabe the green shirts behind where uh we got autographs from uh the show that we were at you can get a shirt just like that get your own autographs if you're going to a show all sorts of stuff on the merch autographs store. not included on the shirt it is a blank yes white paper. it's yeah. a blank shirt for you to fill out with your own but autographs. You pay extra we will sign it for you we'll sign it for you yeah. we'll yeah. put our names on it it's the I mean, shipping part that's extra. Yeah, the extra is what. To be perfectly honest, uh, you have to, you have to contact us to do it because we have to get it shipped to us first. Because and then we have to ship it to each other. Yes. So which includes a trip to Mount Real, Mount Real, the realest mountain in the Anyways, game. Baby. This seems like it's making it extra <laughs> complex. Maybe I should just upload one with signatures already on it. Um, <laughs> but on that note. We're going to go ahead and close the book. I'll just get you to sign it for me. Like, I don't give a shit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Bye.